Well, welcome back, everybody, to another exciting episode of the Dirty 20s podcast. My name, as always, is Marcus Stusik. I will be your dungeon master. And with me, we have five red hot and ritzy role players. Ain't none of them a rube. First off, we've got Richard. I'm playing cricket. Salem, played by Craig Chapman. Uh, Toby playing Lonlin. Aiden playing Shardlow. For now. I'm Emily, and I will be playing Lizette. For now, Aiden, that's so... That'll be an insight check. Aiden or on I mean, I'm, I'm Marcus is going to make an insight check on Aiden. I think I've got a... I'm going to say I have a flat modifier. I'm just going to do a straight roll. Plus 90? Uh, well, that's 6, so I believe you. I, whatever you tell me, I'm going to believe you. Alright, so last we left off, we had joined and met our party as they made their way through their day at the beginning of a beautiful Thursday in the city of New Republica. All of these players are employees of the MacGuffins Incorporated Company. And as they went about their business, they were called to the offices of Molly Bunsen, Executive Secretary, to Aloysius G. McGuffin, head of the McGuffins Incorporated Company, and the founder and one of the heroes who saved the realm 47 years ago. Their task? Protect Winnie Gale, a jazz singer who'd been receiving death threats in the form of threatening letters. Meeting with Miss Gale outside or in a tea house after casing the joint. They were introduced, a little bit of flirtation from Miss Gale happened, and then they were brought downstairs into the secret speakeasy of Jake's, run by Jake the Cake Vereen, a member of the Vereen crime family. As the evening progressed and they went about their business cleaning and looking and scoping the place out. Lisette happened to find, through the use of some detect magic, not only some beautifully chilled screw top wine, but also a teleportation rune, a permanent dimension door, to a little warehouse that contained a limousine, which she promptly smashed her bottle of red wine on, scratching the bumper, and then Salem and her drove it back uh, before dropping it off with one of the enforcers out in the surrounding area. A wonderful performance by Cricket and Salem. Uh, Cricket on the piano, Salem accompanying on the saxophone with some Dumbo-esque illusions coming out of it. And then the two performances happened, one by the jazz fairy herself, Millie Plum, and the pièce de résistance, the reason for everyone coming tonight, Winnie Gale herself performing a beautiful jazzy number and just as it kicked into gear there was a crash and you heard these Tommy guns going off and five figures walked in four carrying Tommy guns one without a gun who just said well everyone let's dance and that is where we pick up again what would you guys like to do? dance probably <laughs> are we in initiative yet or do we get a chance to i mean it we're not in initiative yet unless someone does something that will prompt us to go into initiative 
Okay, so they haven't actually been opening fire on us. They've been firing up into the air. They've been, like, in order to get people's attention, but not necessarily to hurt people yet. Is anyone besides beside Winnie right now? Um, I'm on her. As soon as I heard the door crash and the guns go off, I would have jumped on stage to Perfect. get in front of her. And whereabouts is that dimension door brick on the stage? Is it still, is it by there? Uh, well, that brick is pretty much right behind the stage. So it's only like maybe 15 feet from where Winnie is currently. <laughs> I'd like to sneak through the crowd towards the men with Tommy guns, please. Okay. Um, make a deception check or a stealth check to try to like get through there without being, drawing attention. Uh, oof. Um, Salem will just keep the roll, I suppose. Eleven. With eleven, as soon as you start moving towards, uh, this happens pretty quick, and one of the guys with the Tommy gun, and you see that the people carrying the Tommy guns, there are three kind of medium-sized people. There's a human male, a Goliath female, and a drow male. Uh, but there's also one incredibly tall, like, the gun looks like a child's toy in their hands as what is clearly an ogre stands behind everybody else uh, with just this big grin on his face. And as soon as you start walking through the crowds, uh, this ogre looks to you and says, Oh, we got some fun coming. Uh, and I think with that, he is going to point his gun towards you. And I think now we're going to roll initiative. Yep. <laughs> I don't suppose that I could use deflect missiles on bullets. I mean, you're a monk. Yeah, that's you're a kung fu monk. You totally could like kabam, kabam, kabam. Like you could matrix those bullets out of the way for sure. I don't have it yet. It's third level. I'm only second. Uh, so you guys can roll initiative. And did anybody get a twenty-five to twenty? Not twenty. Hey. All right. Twenty-five on initiative. All right. Nat 20 definitely going first, regardless of what anybody else rolled. Unless any someone else rolled a nat 20. No. Uh, any other one 25 to 20? 20. 20 to 15? Uh, I got an 18. 18 for Cricket. Uh, 15 to 10. I got a 12. Lizette got a 14 for initiative. A 14 for Lizette. Uh, Lizette, what is your dexterity? Minus one. <laughs> All right. Perfect. Uh, good to know. And 12 for Lonlin? Yeah. Perfect. And Charlo, what did you get? Unfortunately, that was a nat 1, but it is a 6 with my dex mod. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, that is that's an impressive dex mod for sure. Uh, I will say with the nat 1, there will be someone who goes ahead of you, um, even though they technically also rolled a 6 and they don't have as high of a modifier but they didn't roll in that one. And I'm, for the audience, I'm playing with a few house rules that a natural one and a natural 20 are always critical misses or critical successes. Kind of all the time. So if you don't care for that, um, sorry, you can go find another podcast. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> we do still love you. All right. Uh, so as this ogre trains his gun on you. Uh, Salem, it is your turn first. Well, that's quite rude. 
Why don't you pick on someone your own size? And Salem's going to cast Enlarge Reduce, quickening, quickening it out with some uh, sorcery points. Awesome. On yourself? Yep. Oh, shit. Yeah. Enlarge, and then I'm going to step forward and wallop that ogre. Okay. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, make an attack roll. All right. I've got a 25 to hit. Oh, I think that'll hit. Yeah. All right. I'm going to be... 11 points of bludgeoning damage. 11 points of bludgeoning damage. Thank yep. you very much. Uh, can you make more than one attack or just a single? Uh, not yet. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, also for the audience, we are starting at level five. So with 11 points of damage, you come in and you bam, this brute. And as soon as you've enlarged yourself, this brute, like you see that smile that was on his face just increases and he just looks like absolutely gleeful. And you actually see him like he starts to move to put his gun away. Uh, uh, next up in the order is Cricket. Okay, um, do I see... Am I near any of the other kind of mafiosos that have guns uh, trained on anyone right now? Yeah, they're fairly close. They're kind of in between you and the stage. Uh, well, not quite in between. Sorry, they're in between the elevator and the stage, basically. Uh, most of you guys probably move towards the stage, so you're within uh, 25 feet of any of them. Perfect. Okay. Uh, I'm going to run up towards one that might look like it's aiming towards Winnie. Uh, okay. And because I have enhanced ability strength, I'm going to try and wrestle that Tommy gun away from them. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I guess a contested strength check. Uh, these guys, they're not super strong. They've got a little bit, but... Uh... <laughs> I don't think it's going to matter. I rolled a 19 plus 7. Oh my 26. god. Uh, yeah, that gun is now yours. Uh, you now have a Tommy gun. Um, and... Uh, I'll just let you know, the Tommy gun, the way it works is it is a 30-foot line, DC 13 dexterity saving throw. Um, there's no damage on a success, but a hit is 2d8 piercing damage. Uh, but the, I guess, actually, sorry, the DC is not necessarily 13. The DC is 8 plus your proficiency modifier minus 1. Interesting. Yeah, and actually, so these guys should actually have a lower DC for their uh, deck save. There should actually only be 10. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to look at this weapon and go, oh my god. Um, <laughs> uh, is that like a... Okay, uh, I think I'm just going to kind of hold on to that because I think that's my action. Uh, and I'm just going to kind of move five feet away from him as I just kind of hold up, uh, I guess, the gun in one hand and a sword in the other as I dual wield that. Uh, so I have okay. the plus one AC boost. Awesome. Uh, yeah, come on, come on, come and get me. I'm right <laughs> over here. So there are three uh, there are three thugs. There's a human, there's a Goliath, and there's a drow. Which one whose guns did, whose gun did you take, do you think? Uh probably the humans. Uh right. I, I, I I'm just seeing drought a little too dexterous, uh, <laughs> the Goliath a little too strong. Human I could probably take. I'm tiny. Yeah. I'm five Perfect. six. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so you take it, and he just looks at you and says, Hey, that's my gun. Give that back. You know, I'm starting to think I like this thing. <laughs> uh, perfect. It is now actually the Tommy Gun Gangster Thugs. Um, and that human says, I'm going to take my gun back now. And he's going to try to just take the gun back, so it's going to be another contested strength check. Okay. Ooh, only a 13. I got a 15, though. Oh, uh, so he's just, like, spending his time saying, give it to me. 
Give it to me. Hey, man. No, get, let go. This is, Stop it. This isn't cool. Give it. Give me back my gun. And yeah, yeah, I think oh. it is kind of cool. I got it. You're, 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 you're a jerk. Um. <laughs> you're trying to kill someone here. <laughs> um, but then the um, the other two Tommy Young gangster thugs, um, one is going to uh, train its gun on uh, in a line towards Salem Cricket. Um, and so can you make a DC, uh, DC, what did I say? Did I say 11 or 10? 10? I think you said 10. 10. Yeah, DC 10 deck save. Well, I definitely went above that. I guess I could hypothetically fail that. Uh, <laughs> but I don't, though. 29. Okay, perfect. Yeah, um, so one of them is firing towards Cricket. One of them is firing towards Salem. Both of you guys managed to duck out of the way as these Tommy guns kind of spray up and spray wide up in there. These are like awkward guns and that they have such intense recoil. It's almost impossible to actually aim these things. Um, but I'm just going to roll a couple of dexterity saves for people. Ooh, uh, you see uh, four of the nighttime jazz uh, speakeasy patrons go down, unfortunately, as... Uh, four of the bullets that were aiming kind of towards you, you duck out of the way, and four people are just in the line cricket. Uh, right oh, no. oh uh, no! Oh no! And they fall to the ground, uh, and you hear one of them say, Oh, that hurts so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, awesome. Oh, I'm sorry, they make two Tommy Gun Bursts. They're going to make another one. Uh, so, can both of you guys make another uh, deck save? Gotcha. I got 11. I'm so happy. Oh. No DC. <laughs> 17. 17. Yeah. Perfect. Um, and. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, boy. Um, I got a critical one. I got a one on the, like, jet, on the participants, the uh, the public, to oh. get out of the way. So you see another six of them uh, fall to the ground. Oh, no. So that's 10, uh, basically, people on the ground. Uh, who are not heroic and therefore probably don't have as many hit points as you. Next up in the order is the one who is facing Salem. It is this big ogre guy. And uh, you see he puts away his Tommy gun and you actually see like he takes off, like you see him like, it looks like he's taking off his belt and you realize that what he's instead doing is he's unwrapping a chain from around his waist. Uh, and he is just going to say, this is going to be fun. Uh, and he's just going to pull his chain out and just bring it over his head and then two-handed try to do a chain smash right on you. Uh, for 22 to hit. Um, so you are going to take 13 bludgeoning damage. That'll, that'll do it. Uh, and 13 can, bludgeoning? Yeah, 13 bludgeoning. Okay. And can you make a DC 14 con save, please? Sure can. Uh, or I can't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as as soon as you like walk up there, you slug this guy. He smiles, unwraps this chain, uh, brings it up, two hands in his head, smashes it down onto your head, and you fall to the ground unconscious. Um, at the uh, at, if you take any damage, you can uh, repeat the saving throw, and also at the end of each of your turns. Does that drop my concentration spell then? Um, you know, uh, I mean, technically it would, but uh, for the sake of this, roll me, roll me a luck check, ten and above, and 
you keep concentration because you're just kind of staggered. Craig, we do have uh, Bless. Does that matter? Oh, that's a good point. Oh, yeah, Lomland, uh, the savior here. <laughs> uh, sorry, I will try and remind you guys. Wait, no, sorry, no, I built it into my roll. Uh, oh. Okay, you can add it in Beyond 20. Um, so, no, it was still just a third. Oh. Um, yeah, so, audience, uh, I did allow these folks to do a little bit of uh, stuff as soon as they heard the guns happening. So one of the things that happened was that our lovely Lonlin blessed the entire party other than herself because she's very selfless. Uh, just to, just to, to clarify, is this dropping me to zero HP or is this dropping me unconscious as per the condition? Unconscious as per the condition. Okay, cool. Uh, an 11 for the, the B20 roll. Perfect. So I'm going to say, um, unless you're unconscious for several rounds, uh, we'll keep that concentration up. Like you're just kind of going down right now, gotcha. and you might come back up next round. Understood. Cool. All right. Next up, uh, and the ogre is just going to after he does that, he just kind of <laughs> and just starts like swinging the chain above his head. Um, but it is now Lizette's turn. So, a question for you: yeah. This guy that came in and was like, "Hey, everybody, let's dance." Um, is he? technically a hostile creature towards me um because like he hasn't actually fired on us yet and we haven't i haven't fired on him either so is he technically hostile towards me well they they came in with these people this the this person who uh walked in is a uh broken nosed human uh male kind of slightly shorter than average um and he's wearing like a very like big shouldered pinstripe suit with a fedora and um, he looks like he's very much enjoying the carnage that is happening. You get the sense that he is definitely working with the same people. Also like how far away is this guy from me? Cause I'm on the other side of the stage. Uh, you are about 25 feet roughly. Okay, cause I kind of want to convince him using charm person to to willingly come to the archives with me because <laughs> i want because he has to come with me willingly if i'm gonna trap him there so i want to you know charm him and like convince him but i don't know if i can i would say um let me actually quickly look up charm person for the exact wording um but i think um he is coming in hostile to pretty much everyone, but let me double check. Uh, it does so with advantage. So he will get advantage on the wisdom save, but you can still cast Charm Person. Okay, then I'm going to try to cast Charm Person on him and see what happens. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, he is going to roll his wisdom save with advantage. Um, so he's got a plus two. What's your DC? DC 15. 15. Okay, so 13 and above, he makes it. He got a 16 and a 17. So, unfortunately, he, as soon as you start, like, charming him, he just says, No, I'm I'm here to mess things up today. Uh, is there anything else you would like to do? Anything you'd like to say? Can I use my movement to, like, t rush at him? Like, I don't want to pin him or tackle. I just want to be Sorry, like what? on him and like <laughs> run at him at like okay top speed um, i will allow a kind of like free action to try to like are you trying to like knock knock into him or something or just get in his face or what you're thinking i'm, I'm not trying to like grapple him or anything like i just want to rush him as fast as i can 
<laughs> okay, uh, so you're just trying to like get really close to him. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah, you can get right up to him. And he just says, oh, you do want to dance. That's lovely. Thank you. Um, perfect. And Lonlin, it is your turn. Okay. Um, yeah, she's going to kind of survey everything that's going on. What does... Oh, how is Winnie reacting to all of this? Oh, Winnie is uh, terrified. She's not um, reacting very much right now because she roll. She also rolled a natural one, but doesn't have as high of a modifier as um, as Charlotte. So Winnie is feeling incredibly scared. As soon as you like jumped on stage, she is cowering behind you, essentially. Okay, I- I'm going to look down and her say, "Stay behind me. Everything's going to be okay." You're the best. Oh, you're the best. Thank you so much. I'm so glad you're here. And I'm going to look to Salem, who looks super out of it, and I'm going to say, uh, I can't think of anything witty, so I'm just going to cast Sanctuary on them. (laughs) And... Thank you, babe. (laughs) You're you're welcome. Just get back in there. And is there anyone near me right now, or are they all just sort of still in the audience? They're still in the audience. They basically only just came in the door, so they're still 25 feet away from the stage, basically. I'm just kind of putting you all close to the stage at the beginning. Okay, I'm going to hold my action, so if any of them get onto the stage and are within swinging distance, I'm going to take a swing at them, but I'm also going to shout, uh, stop, stop shooting, stop shooting the people! They didn't do anything! And that'll be my turn. (laughs) Alright, uh, perfect. Um, as you shout that, uh, you hear from behind the bar, yeah, stop shooting my patrons. As Jake comes up from behind the bar with a shotgun um, and is going to shoot towards the guy who's right near Lisette. Um, he's not super accurate. Uh, in fact, definitely not accurate. And he goes way high, way, way tall. Um, and there's a chandelier like kind of behind you, Lisette. And it just shatters as these shotgun pellets fly into it. And uh, Jake then says, shit, and dumps, jumps back behind his bar uh, and ducks down. You were um, almost so cool there, Jake. <laughs> almost so cool. Uh, but you do see uh, Agnes coming out and just running towards the people. She's a little bit farther away, so she takes her full dash uh, just to like push through the crowd and try to get uh, closer and she's just trying to like looks like she is like running to like she's pulled out a bottle um, which looks like she's just going to use that as some sort of weapon to try to fend these people off but it does take her a full dash to get to uh, up to up to the people with the Tommy guns and that is now the person who's speaking and um, Salem and Charlo can you guys actually both please make me a um, streetwise skill check. All right, and that is going to be with my whiz, correct? I believe so. Yeah, I think whiz makes perfect. Oh, you're right. Never mind. Sorry. Thank you, Salem. Okay, he's closer to the street in that position. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very wise to the ways of the street because I'm facing it currently. Uh, that would be a 17 from Charlo. 17. Perfect. Uh, Charlo, you have. Um, You've not necessarily, necessarily like had dealings with this person, but you've definitely heard of 
this person. They've got a bit of a reputation. This is Tough Louie, or uh, his full name is actually Huey Lewis, and his gang is the news. And uh, this is Tough Louie, and you know that he's not actually affiliated with any particular crime family. He's kind Excellent. of just a thug for hire. Whoever wants to can hire him and his gang, and they'll come and mess things up, and that's pretty much what they do. Um, and so, uh, Tough Louie, or Huey Lewis, leader of Huey Lewis in the News, is going to say, he's going to just call over to the bar and say, Just so you know, I'm, I'm groaning on the inside right now. Thank you very much. I'm quietly for you. Thank you. I was wondering if anybody got that at all. And oh, was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Perfect. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> we, we are just internally yeah. crying. <laughs> internally deciding if this game is actually worth it and whether or not you should just leave now. <laughs> um, so uh, Huey actually calls over to the bar and says, Jake, I've got a message for you from Chanamaro Thassis. The Vereens have had a lot of good luck and... They had a good hand, but they called for the dealer to hit him, and the next card they pull is gonna send him over. And then with that, he's just going to uh, look at Lisette, who's just run towards him, and he's just going to pull out um, essentially a big sword that you hadn't noticed at first. It was behind, like, underneath this trench coat, or this suit that Jack Betty's wearing, and he pulls it out from behind his shoulder, and he just says, I don't feel like going anywhere with you. And he's just going to make two attacks. Uh, ooh, he got a 17 on the first one, which does 10 slashing damage to you. Um, but then the second one is a critical miss. And he is actually going to swing, and I'm going to make just a luck check. And he got a five, so that luck check, he's actually going to deal that damage to one of his Tommy Gun compatriots. Uh, you see, as he like swings at you and then swings around, uh, he's just not paying perfect attention. And that Goliath's head is right there, and he happens to clip her in the back of the head, and she takes the 10 damage from that one. It is now Shardlow's turn. All right. Shardlow, without much hesitation, especially on hearing that, is going to... Uh... Take a shot right at the Mr. Burke nose. Okay, perfect. All right, and that is going to be a 27. Just let me know if I need to roll bless. <laughs> uh, 27 definitely hits, yeah. All right, that is going to be 21 points of piercing damage. Ooh, 21, that is... Ooh, boy, that's a lot. All right. Uh... As you fire and hit this guy, he looks looks up towards where the gunshot says and says, Oh, hello. Uh, and do you have any other actions or anything? I do. I am a fighter, yeah. so I have multi-attack right now. Yeah, so I'm do. going to do another shot, which is 18, including the bus. Okay, 18 just hits as like he kind of brings up his sword and you just shoot around it. Um, and manage to hit him just in the chest. And how much damage do you do? Uh, that is going to be 18 points of piercing damage. 18. All right. Cool. Uh, so 39 total. Ooh, boy, this guy is looking definitely like he is roughed up with that. All so. right. I am going to spend a battle master die and use snipe <laughs> to take right. a bonus action attack. 
Yeah, I you am are. wanting to down Louie here. I am not happy to see him in this part of town. And that is going to be this is a 16 hit. Ooh, uh, 16, unfor- and that's with Bless? Uh, that is with Bless. 14 with Okay. Him. Unfortunately, 16 does not hit as he manages to just kind of turn his body and you hear it clank off some like metal plating in his uh, or underneath his suit. And you get the sense that he's got a pretty hefty suit of armor on underneath this fancy suit that he's wearing. Um, and he like looks back towards you and says, I think I recognize you. Um, Charlotte just sort of mutters under breath. Oh, time to take this guy down in a hurry. And he's, he's, <laughs> uh, but unfortunately, he does not have any more attacks. <laughs> so that is it for Charlotte's turn. Cool. Um, it is now Winnie's turn. Winnie is just going to uh, sing a couple of notes in a bit of like a fearful tone. Like, ah, 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 as she's cowering behind Lonlin. And Lonlin, you feel this surge flow through you as you are inspired. You oh. have a bardic inspiration from Winnie Gale. Uh, is, is that a D8 or a D6? Uh, it's actually a D10. Oh, oh okay. She's better than me. <laughs> <laughs> for now. She, <laughs> she, I mean, she's been working the circuit for years. Like, she's, you know, she's, this is kind of second hat to her inspiring people. This is, this is what she does. This is who she is. That's fair. Um, yeah. I'll give her you that. Know, yeah. Um, quick, uh, Bardic Inspiration, is that a bonus action or an action? I always forget. And I don't have her. It's shape. a bonus um, action. It's yeah. a bo- perfect. Yep, it is bonus. In that case, she's going to take the dodge action, uh, basically, to tr- and kind of like with the intention of like keeping Lawlin between herself and whoever is coming towards her. Um, perfect. And uh, back up to the top of the order, Salem. It is your turn. Uh, at the end of your turn, you can repeat the saving throw. It's a DC 14 con save. All right. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and pop my human determination this time, gaining advantage on the roll. Nice. And you are still blessed. First roll is not. Second roll is buffering. (laughs) It is 22. Cool, 22. Yeah, at the end of your turn, you pop back up and you're only down for a little bit. You are still enlarged. You kind of like as you fell to the ground, your body kind of like shrank a little bit. Then it was like popping back and forth between small and big. And when you come back up, you are big again. And, All right. Am I still prone? Uh, you are still prone. Yeah. Um, and that's it. Cool. Uh, Cricket, it is your turn. So I'm looking at the carnage behind me. Uh, I'm going to kind of turn around mid kind of grapple with this other guy um, and cast mass healing word to bring six of them back up, hopefully. Okay. Uh, make an Arcana check for me. Okay. Twelve? Uh, Twelve. Okay, yeah. Six of them come up. Cool. Nice. Okay, if you good. got a natural 20, I was going to let you have all ten of them. Oh, beautiful. Uh, I'm okay with six, though, still. Um, I did give them six health. Uh, actually, sorry, seven health. Uh, okay. And I'm going to... I uh, kind of shift my way around to where the drow is, and I'm going to try and take the drow's uh, the drow's gun. <laughs> Crikey, that's my gun! Don't take that. You, you know what? It might be mine in, in a few seconds. Let's let's figure that out. Uh, fourteen plus one, fifteen. 
Well, uh, I rolled another 26. <laughs> oh my god. You I now love have, advantage. You have two Tommy guns. <laughs> I, I, I think I just kind of dropped my longsword at this point, and now I'm just dual-wielding Tommy guns as melee bludgeoning weapons. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, uh, come and get it! Come and get it! <laughs> and that's my turn. Uh, crikey! That's not a knife. That's a gun! Oh! Um, perfect. Uh, it is their turn, and uh, that human and the drow are going to look at each other and say, I don't like this guy. Let's get him. And the drow's just going to say, You're so intense. Oh, except in an Australian accent. Imagine I said that in an Australian <laughs> accent. Crikey, you're so intense, but in Australian. Um, <laughs> are you proficient in Australian? Uh, I, Marcus, am definitely not proficient. In fact, I believe I'm negative proficiency in Australian accents because they always turn into British. Just turn your head upside down and speak. It'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Perfect. Uh, So they are both going to, unfortunately, you've taken their Tommy guns and their Tommy guns are also their clubs. So they're just going to try to um, steal the guns back from you. Okay. Um, But... By, they're going to actually make an attack roll just to try to knock them out of your hand into the ground. So okay. They're not, so they're going to roll an attack to see if they even hit you. All right. Uh, they both have advantage because of pack tactics. Oh no. Uh, but so yeah, the first one got a uh, eighteen plus. Just that their hits. strength will be one. So yeah. And then the second one got a seventeen plus their strength of one. So oh, uh, both they hit. just make. They both just like come over and like swing their arms down um and make uh make a dexterity saving throw for me uh i'm gonna say dc 15 to hold on to one dc 20 to hold on to both uh i'm just rolling plus real quick i get 15 okay uh, hold on to both though okay so one of them does clatter to the ground but you're able to just kind of like hold on to the other one as it's being like knocked out of your hand um and they look towards you and just say this isn't so cool, is it? Um, you, yeah, no, it's not. Uh, maybe you should just walk away. <laughs> uh, but the Goliath, who so far hasn't actually said anything, is just going to look towards you um, and is just going to come over and try to grapple you in her arms. Uh-oh. She's not going to use her Tommy gun. She's just going to grapple you. Um, and again, she does have advantage. Um, okay. Opposed athletics? Yeah, exactly. I rolled an 18. Ooh, so did she, but you win. Oh, nice. She does not manage to grapple you. She just, like, kind of goes right over your head, and you just, like, duck down, and she just kind of smiles down at you, and, again, doesn't say anything, just looks at you, and you see, like, she actually, like, tosses her Tommy gun uh, around her back. It's on, like, a little lanyard, and she just tosses it behind herself uh, and just puts her hands up in a bit of a bare-knuckle boxing <laughs> I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is it for them. Uh, next up in the order, it is someone who didn't act last term. Um, and you, I just need to roll actually something for Winnie. Winnie needs to make a save. Uh, and Winnie does not have an advantage on it. 13 uh, plus 114. You watch as Winnie just kind of like shudders for a moment and you see her form kind of like almost shift and ripple, but then she holds on to who she is and 
she does not have whatever was happening affect her. Um, and it is now the ogre's turn again. Uh, seeing you down on the ground, Salem, the ogre smiles and says, Get up. Get up now. And he's actually going to delay his turn, or he's going to like hold his action until you stand up. Mighty kind of you, friend. Yeah. Um, and Lisette, it is now your turn. Can I um, run and jump on his back as my movement, since I'm already so close to him? Um, I will say, if you can make an acrobatics or athletics check, if you roll above 15, I'll let you just do it. Oof, um, athletics, If okay. you roll below 15, it will be your full action. Oh, so kind right. of like a, a caveat there. Okay. Uh, athletics. Not good. Athletics. Uh, 16. Whew. <laughs> you just managed to do that. You jump onto his back, um, so you still have an action, whatever you would like to do. Okay, I'm going to um, hold my hands up next to his head and say, Hasn't anyone ever told you not to bring a knife to a gunfight? And then I'm going to cast Shock and Grass. Oh, shoot. That's going to be a very painful headache in the morning. Which I think... He has disadvantage on because he's wearing metal armor. Yeah, you do. He's wearing a full plate of armor underneath his suit. Oh, sorry. I get advantage on it because he's wearing metal armor. Okay, that is a 22 to hit. That'll definitely hit. And that is 15 points of lightning damage. Okay. Uh, yeah, so he is looking rough. He, like, you shock him. And you see him just kind of like as his eyes are going like all over the place and he just kind of tries to get out some witty retort uh, and just mutters because his tongue is now just numb and can't actually form words. Um, he looks really rough. <laughs> uh, perfect. Next up in the order, Longlin. Uh, yeah... How, what can I hit in a 20-foot cube? I mean, uh, is it emanating from you, or is it just from, like, is it a range? Uh, it's from a point I can pick. Sorry, it's a 20-foot radius. Oh, 20-foot radius? Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. Yeah, you can hit everybody, unfortunately, including some people of the public, and also Lizette, uh, Salem, mm -hmm. and Kringa. Yeah, I, I'm going to hit everyone. I'm going to drop <laughs> Bless. And I'm going oh, to say, okay. please, everyone, stop. And I'm going to cast Calm Emotions. Okay. So since we're in combat, I believe they have advantage to this. Yes, they do. Uh, it's a wisdom save? It's a charisma save, and the oh. DC is only 14, so it's kind of low. Okay. Uh, so Ogre. Ogre fails. Ogre is going to calm his emotions uh, for the gangsters. Uh, 16. Uh, oh, one of them fails. Ooh, two of them fail. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna, uh, I'm just gonna roll a d4 to determine who stays up. Okay. And if everyone wants to fail the save, you can, but everyone will have to roll as well. And, uh, I guess Huey Lewis now just needs to roll one. Uh, yeah, Huey Lewis got a natural 20, so he is... Uh, just smiles and laughs as you tell people to calm down. He's like, <laughs> no, this is 
this is what we do. Um, but the ogre is like, okay. <laughs> I think I passed. 16? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. I'm, I, 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 yeah, I like to have a little bit of autonomy here. Another nat 20 from Salem. So. Oh, man. That's awesome. I can't say, but I'll take it against common motions. <laughs> Perfect. And then I'm going to look to uh, Huey Lewis. And um, does he look like a man that can be reasoned with? Or am I sort of beating a dead horse here? Um, make an insight check for me. Just a free insight check. Oh, that's an at 20. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, this guy, he definitely looks like someone who could be reasoned with. You get the sense that he is a hired gun and has no real personal stakes in this other than the fact that he's getting paid and he likes to make trouble. He likes to mess things up, but that's kind of all he's invested in. Okay, I'm going to bonus action General Divinity Emissary of Peace, so I get a plus five to persuasion. Uh, or okay. charisma checks. That's and awesome. That'll be my turn. Well, what do you what do you say to him? Oh, okay. Sorry, I wasn't sure if me saying like everyone calm down is my like chatting moment. But oh, we're we're loose about that. Don't worry, you can say a <laughs> few things. Okay, it's more fun. I'm I'm gonna look to him and say, "You're here for a reason. Can't we talk this through without violence?" Okay, uh, and make a persuasion check for me. Okay. on the die, so 20... 25. Oh my god. Uh, Alright. That is amazing. Uh, he is still kind of reeling from the electricity, and uh, you say that, though, and he looks over and he kind of gives you, like, a slow nod, and like, you get the sense, like, he is definitely going to listen on his turn, but it is not his turn. It is Jake and Agnes's turn. Uh... Oh, I forgot to do calm emotions for Agnes. Um, she failed. She is calm. She run. She's run over, like, with a bottle. She brings it up to swing, and you just see her just kind of, like, stand still and say, What are you, what are you doing here? Go away. This isn't, this isn't cool. But, like, whatever, it's fine. Um, <laughs> and Jake is... Gonna make a stealth check. Uh, 15 plus 2, uh, 17. I think that beats everyone's passive perception. Uh, so you're not actually certain where Jake has gone to. Um, but Jake doesn't actually pop back out again. Jake seems to be running away. Uh, it is now Huey Lewis's turn, and he's just going to put his fingers up to his lips, whistle, and say, all right, everyone, let's stop. We've danced, we're good. Uh, and he'll kind of look towards his crew and say, news, we're editorializing now. Um, and uh, he's going to hold his action um, in case anyone does anything hurtful to anybody else. He's just gonna hold his action, but he's got his great sword up, but he's not swinging it currently. Uh, Shardlow, it is your turn, though. How rough is he looking? Very rough. Like, he's staggered on his feet. My apologies, Solomon. <laughs> there may be some oh history here God. you're not entirely aware of. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. 
Uh, he is going to take some shots out at Huey. Does a 17 hit? 17 does not, unfortunately. He's got an AC of 18. I'll let you know that. Okay. Second shot is going to go out. And that is going to be a 21. 21 definitely hits. Um, are you trying to shoot him in a non-lethal way, or are you trying to shoot him, like, silence this guy forever? I am pretty much trying to take him out. <laughs> okay, perfect. Uh, then, yeah, roll that damage, and, uh, yeah. Uh, that is going to be 15 points of piercing. 15. Uh, as soon as you shoot this guy, um, how do you want to take him out? I am just going to kind of wait and notice as he's focusing on Momlin and just hearing the sound goes and you just hear like, oh shit, like from him quietly as he tries <laughs> as he takes a shot uh, right at this guy's head. Okay, yeah. As this shot enters his head and you see kind of the blood spray and Lisette, you're on his back and you get a little bit of the blood, unfortunately, on you as this body that is like you are on this guy's shoulders and he staggers and just boom, falls to the ground um, with Lisette still on his back. Uh, Aiden, that is two attacks. You could still make any bonus actions or anything, anything you want to say. Uh, how do I, the others look with their boss taken out? Uh, they look pretty... Uh, they look pretty upset. The, um, the Goliath, especially, like, who didn't have their emotions calmed looks towards you and you just see them like pretty much actively ignore cricket and they are just like gonna like yep okay i'm gonna use then uh <laughs> snipe to take a bonus action attack oh, that's okay i have one more battle master day left after this one here uh, that is a 29, though. Ooh, that'll definitely hit. Totally. All right. And that is a total of 20 points of piercing damage. Oh, my God. How do you take out this Tommy gun like Goliath? Uh, basically, I'm not trying to be as brutal with this guy. I'm really just trying to down him because I okay. don't want him coming towards me. Unlike Louie, who I was definitely uh, trying to make sure didn't say much more. <laughs> uh, absolutely. So... Uh, this Goliath woman, she turns towards you, growls, and this uh, bullet just hits her in the chest, and she just looks down at it, and as, like, the gray Goliath blood starts pouring out, she kind of looks towards you, and, like, there's a moment of serenity on her face, and then she just falls to the ground. Perfect. Uh, would you like to move it all, or...? Uh, Shardlow will... He's not quite sure about the hostility others, but he's definitely going to try to get closer towards the party at this point. Okay. Yeah, you've kind of got, like, most of the party over with the Tommy Gun people, and you've got uh, Lonlin with Winnie over there. Okay, I'll try to, like, get close up towards where Lonlin is, but still, like, stay about, about ten feet away. She's staring at you with a look of horror, and is she's not taking her eyes off of you. Absolutely. Well, you can definitely see that there's a little bit of anxiety crossing his face at the moment. Um, as uh, as that happens, um, Winnie is just going to like pull on Longland's train and say, 
I'm going to become invisible, all right? But I'm still behind you. And then she's just going to cast invisibility on herself. And that is uh, Winnie's turn. Uh, Salem, there is a ogre who seems really calm now right in front of you. The ogre's still calm, even after watching his friend get hurt, just to clarify. Uh, let me look up calm emotions. Calm emotions. Uh, if they witness any of their friends injured, uh, the, the indifference ends. Oh, just a reminder, okay. Bless is no longer active. I had to drop Bless for that. Yeah, good point. Uh, in that case, yeah, calm emotions, unfortunately, is no longer active. As, yeah, this ogre looked calm for a moment and then is now kind of like blinking his eyes, but just smiling again as you are coming up. Oh, yeah, it's... Uh, he had a ready to action for me when I stood up. So. He did. Do you stand yeah. up? Uh... <laughs> you still have sanctuary on you as well. That's true. Uh, yeah, Salem's going to pop up to their feet. Okay. He's going to make uh, just a straight-up fist attack. He's going to like keep swinging the chain with one hand, and his other hand is just going to reach out to try to... Y- you need to make a wisdom saving throw 14 first. Perfect. Uh... He got a six plus minus two, so I do not think he makes it. So, so he has uh, to make uh, choose a new target. Okay. Uh, well, unfortunately, then. Um, okay, I'm gonna roll a d6. He doesn't. He doesn't have to choose a new target. <laughs> he may choose a new target. Uh, I think this guy. Uh, it depends on but... This guy wants to choose a new target. To be honest, that's fair. Um, that's fair. It does say must choose a new target. Oh, okay. Cool. Alright. In that case, uh, this guy, like, with their readied action, uh, as you start coming up, swings over, uh, realizes that he doesn't actually want to hit you, and just turns. um, And I rolled a six. Um, Actually, I'm going to re-roll that. I'm going to say, Lisette, can you choose odd or even? I'm gonna. Okay. It does not go for you. He goes for cricket. Um, <laughs> I have accepted my fate. But he misses, so he just swings wide. Uh, this isn't. This is interesting. Um, and uh, it is now cricket's turn. I look towards the new contender. Uh, 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 oh no! No, sorry, sorry, sorry. You're right. Sorry, that was just his ready action. <laughs> I'm sorry. Thank you, Sam. <laughs> Salem pops up to their feet, uh, watches as the blow just goes wide over towards Cricket, and is then going to bring the quarterstaff back up and say, All right, I believe we were in the middle of a dance. <laughs> Shall we? Yes. Yes. I'll lead. And I attack. Okay. Uh, we got a 23 to hit with the quarterstaff, and it's going to be 16 points of damage. Yeah, that definitely hits. Uh, 16. Okay. Uh, as you hit this ogre who doesn't seem to be wearing any armor underneath his suit, uh, it's just like thick material that the suit is made of, uh, you hit and he just smiles at you. Um, seems like he loves, like absolutely loves this. Um, but uh, yeah, that is one attack. Can you do anything else? I sure can. Yeah, you can. All right. You'd like to dance a little bit more? Yes. Let's go. And uh, Flurry of Blows. Yeah, you are. Two unarmed strikes coming in at uh, 26 to hit. Ooh, yeah. 
probably hit, and a 19 to hit. So that's going to be another 19 points of damage. That's for both of them total? Yep. Okay, perfect. Wow. Uh, this guy uh, has gone down from quite a substantial pool of hit points to a fairly low amount uh, pretty quick as, like, you kind of knock one of his tusks loose and he, like, just kind of chews his mouth around and then spits out the entire tusk onto the ground. Um, and there's just like this rictus grin on his face as blood is pouring out of his mouth. That's uh, quite sanitary. And that's <laughs> the end of Salem's turn. Awesome. Uh, Cricket, it is your turn. Alright, uh, so I currently still have one of the Tommy guns, right? Yes, you do. Alright, uh, and is it the drow or the human that still has uh, their Tommy gun now? Uh, the technically uh, the other Tommy gun is on the ground. They just knocked oh. it to the ground. I would uh, just pick that up real quick then in that case. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to look towards the uh, uh, the human uh, and I guess I'm just going to batter them with the, the Tommy guns. Okay. Uh, Absolutely. I get still strength. And is it a D4 for its uh, damage it's, die? Or? Uh, it's a D6. It's like a club, essentially. Gotcha. Okay, okay. Cool. Yeah. So right. if you're proficient with the club, you're proficient with it for sure. Awesome. Um, I am rolling an 18 to hit. Okay. Uh, yeah, that'll definitely hit. Cool. Uh, I'm also going to use one of my bark inspiration dice to make a defensive flourish, and as I kind of slam into uh, to him, kind of with a uh, hitting him in his ear as his, as he gets a bit discombobulated, I deal an extra four damage, so seven. Uh, 13 damage total with the first hit. Okay. And uh, then I'm going to swing once more as well. Ow, that hurt. Yeah, the, what about this one? And I'm going to bat him with the other uh, Tommy gun. Oh, max damage on that one. Uh, that's going to be 10 bludgeoning damage towards him. Okay. Uh, yeah, he is uh, looking very injured. Still up, but... Uh, as you wail on him, he just says, "This isn't so cool anymore." Yeah, no, it, I, I, I beg to differ. <laughs> uh, I also have a plus four to my AC for this round. Perfect, awesome. Uh, it is their turn. Uh, the human is just going to try to uh, grab the gun back. So, just the contested athletics. <laughs> You're going to keep trying. Yeah, I'm kind of a one-note pony. Right, That's well, not even the, the saying. I'm a one-trick pony. Well, I mean, welcome to the bod's life. I rolled a 23, though. <laughs> well, he rolled a 5. So. <laughs> <laughs> I like to imagine this is like a toddler moment. I, I, I'm literally <laughs> using the Tommy gun just to, like, push him back. He's running at me. I just put, I prod him back. Get, yeah. get out of here. Come on. Give me oh, it back. Give it back. Hey, no, you're a jerk. No. Give it back. Give no, it back. Get hey. I'm going to call my mom. Uh, no, my mom's... You, you don't even know my mom. Whatever. My mom's a great person. Shut up about my mom. No, I believe it. That's why I'm going to call her. <laughs> uh, the drow is going to... Um, uh, what is the drow going to do? The drow's going to assess the situation, and the drow's going to try to peace. The drow's going to take the disengage action and just try to run out. Um, does anybody have Sentinel? I wish. <laughs> uh, cool. <laughs> the drow is going to make their way out, and... Uh, they're still like within line of sight. They're basically just at the door where they came in, but they've tried to just run away. 
I mean, they saw the shit hitting the fan and they don't really want to be part of that shit. Um, cool. Uh, so, next up, because uh, the Goliath is down, um, this is a... Okay. Um, Lisette and Cricket, uh, can you please make um, wisdom saves for me, please? Uh, the DC is 12. Gotcha. Oh, um, I don't suppose... I just remembered. I was wanting to also do another mass healing word to bring oh. back the remaining uh, people. Perfect. Absolutely. You definitely can. Perfect. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to also choose, because I think there's only four left. Uh, I'm just going to give uh, one to Salem, and then is there anyone else that looks injured? Uh, I don't think anybody else in your party has taken any damage. Cool. All right. Salem, uh, you're going to be getting an extra uh, six health. Uh, but apart from that, cool. Uh, and wisdom saving throw? Uh, yeah, and this is a spell and a magical effect, if any of that affects you. Is it a charm? Um, oh, sorry. It is... It is an enchantment, but I'm not certain if it's a charm. Uh, it is... It might not be a charm, not everything. It's like hypnotic pattern, charm person, that kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, but confusion. I rolled a five. Okay, you rolled a five. Unfortunately, you are now confused. And uh, Emily, can you roll a um, a wisdom save as well, please? Uh, that's a 16, 16. for wisdom Perfect. save. You are Lizette. not confused. Um, and with that, um, I'm just going to see uh, with your past perceptions, uh, Cricket and Shardlow. Um, you didn't notice it at first because she was... Uh, invisible and hiding, but in order to kind of come out and reassess, you do see from, like, a chandelier above, you do see Millie Plum has st stuck her head out and was pointing towards the area, uh, and now Cricket seems confused, and also the human is going to... Uh, the human got a natural one, so on his save, the human is most assuredly confused, and I'm going to say he doesn't get a saving throw at the end of his next turn, because he rolled a natural one. Uh, perfect. Um, and that is going to be Millie's turn. Uh, the ogre is just up, uh, and is going to make a wisdom save to try to... Actually, uh, I just need to read something. It is, it is not a targeted thing. Does... Uh, sanctuary um, affect things like um, AOEs? Uh, well, since Salem made an attack, the uh, Sanctuary is no longer there. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, in that case, um, the Ogre is going to see if it gets its chain smash back. Uh, it does not. Um, so it's just going to actually sweep the chain around its head and try to hit you, and it will unfortunately probably hit a couple of the patrons around you. Actually, no. The patrons are smart enough to have moved back like more than 10 feet away from this guy who's swinging a chain, and they've had a couple of rounds. The patrons aren't there. This is just for you. Um, Salem, can you please make a DC 14 dex save? All right. That's a 17. 17. Cool. You only take four points of damage, and you are not knocked prone as this chain kind of just whips around and knocks into your feet. Look back at the ogre and glare. 
come on, you have to do better than that. <laughs> I, I will. Um, and uh, that is their turn. Uh, and they are again just smiling and laughing and loving this confrontation with a big uh, human. Uh, Lisette, it is your turn. Who is still up? I'm on a corpse, right? You are on a corpse. Uh, the human is still up, but looking fairly rough. The uh, drow has run away. Um, and you can just see the drow, though. And the ogre is still up. With your passive perception, unfortunately, you probably you don't see um, anybody else. Okay. Um, I'm going to do good old Eldritch Blast. Uh, at the human. <laughs> awesome. So I'm going to do two bolts. So that was a 17 and a 16. Both of them hit. Awesome. So in total, that is... Um... Oh, God. Math. Team... I have a question. <laughs> so with Agonizing Blast, yeah, it adds uh, plus four. You add your charisma yeah. modifier. But do I add it to yeah. both bolts or just all in you know, total? To both bolts. To both that's bolts? Elder- yeah, that's why Eldritch Blast is a powerhouse spell. Yeah. Amazing. So that is 22 points of force damage. Oh, 22 that is and that like this guy is obliterated in a cloud of eldritch energy what do your eldritch blasts actually look like it looks like when you drop black ink into water that sort of like like dark inky black smoke almost yeah that's amazing that looks so cool yeah so just like this inky black smoke just kind of emanates from you and just swirls around this human. And as you watch this human's body kind of like withers, almost like dry paper. And you see these like ink stained tattoos appearing on his face, just written in a whole bunch of different languages. Um, And what do you think your ink stained tattoos would say as you kill this person? Um, I feel like it's all of her notes that she's been taking over the course of the day. Absolutely, yeah. This guy becomes like a withered, mummified corpse just covered in these like notes in every conceivable language you can see. Uh, that's epic. That is awesome. Uh, is there anything else you would like to do on your turn? Um, I think Lizette's going to stand up off the corpse and kind of like dust off her hands and <laughs> pick up her notebook and just start writing again <laughs> amazing uh longman it is your turn uh you've seen charlo kill the person you've tried to reason with lisette has now just made someone into a human mummy with notes on them uh what would you like to do uh longman is just going to internally scream for a moment and then she'll kind of whisper back to Winnie and just say just stay quiet um who's looking the most hurt right now of your compatriots yeah uh has Cricket taken any damage 
Nope. They've just been trying <laughs> to take the gun back. <laughs> I think it might just only be Salem who's taken any damage, but he still has he had false life and he just received a little bit of healing from uh from Cricket. Okay. Seeing as Salem I was stabbed. Oh, oh you looked at Oh, okay. It's yeah, Salem's, Salem's not doing that bad. Uh, they've only got four HP and sorry, where are all the enemies? Are they mostly kind of near Lisette? Are they near Cricket? Are they? I, I know they're kind of everywhere, but I'm just trying to get an idea. Of course, yeah, no, they are. Everyone is fairly like closely clustered together. Cricket and Lisette are pro are within ten feet of each other, and the and like Salem's really like within probably ten feet of uh, Cricket, and the so the ogre everyone's within like twenty feet total of each other, including like the ogre and that human. Oh, the human's gone. Sorry. <laughs> um, I'm gonna... The ogre's looking pretty beat up, right? Uh, yes, the ogre is looking pretty beat up. I'm going to attempt to cast Sleep on the ogre. Okay. And uh, I need to roll 5d8. Uh, he does not have anywhere near enough health. Like, you will definitely... Even if you roll ones on all of those d8s, that ogre is going to sleep. Uh, that's 25 in total. 25. Awesome. Uh, yeah, uh, with that, uh, the ogre is asleep. The human is dead. The drow is gone. Um, we are essentially out of initiative as far as you're aware. Um, but uh, yeah, the ogre is asleep. And that is like everybody. I think for that, uh, let's jump out of initiative order. Um, and uh, there is a dead Huey Lewis. The drow has fled. The human is dead. Uh, the ogre is down. Uh, the Goliath is down. And um, the only two people who saw her for a moment saw Millie Plum up by a chandelier. But we are out of initiative order, so let's move into a little bit more RP. Am I still confused at this point in time? Oh, you are, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So after this combat, I just start looking really, like, happy, and then my eyes just kind of crisscross, and I just fall over. <laughs> oh, I'll go over and be like, Cricket, Cricket! Hey, buddy, <laughs> come on, come on, stay with what? me! Oh, Can I yay. insight, oh, like, the pixie? Right. Absolutely, definitely make an insight on the pixie. Okay, because, like, I'm confused by her actions. Like, I could see her, like, in the confusion, just randomly hitting out an area and, like, causing some trouble for us, but the target has me a little bit uh, suspicious. Uh, that's a 14. That's a 14. Um, yeah, and Cricket, can you, uh, why don't you make an insight as well? Uh, or, sure. I guess you are confused? Yeah, make I mean, one anyway. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's not very good, though. <laughs> uh, I got a 7. Cool. Um, it's hard to take to get a read exactly on. Uh, it's really hard to get a read on her, Charlotte. Unfortunately, it's just kind of like maybe, um, maybe it was just like the confusion of everything. But she doesn't seem hostile now. Um, like she's just kind of like hiding behind a chandelier, and uh, yeah, it's unfortunate you can't get a perfect read. Yeah, I'd probably just shrug and sigh at this point and start, like, looking around, taking the damage. <laughs> and there is a fairly substantial amount of damage, especially, like, near that entrance. There's a lot of bullet holes near the roof. There are some broken chandeliers. Um, 
but there are a few bodies on the ground and in this like moment after everything kind of dies down there's just like utter silence in the place and then you hear one of the band players just like slowly and just like some gentle music starts playing and underneath and then people start like they don't no one starts dancing right away everyone's feeling a little weird but they just kind of like start milling about and most people start leaving actually the the club is anyone still um, injured on the floor uh no cricket was able to heal everybody wonderful yeah and by taking the guns like yeah i suppose okay uh everybody's safe on the floor how about our um friends that have been knocked around a little bit are any of them still conscious well i suppose they're all unconscious are, are, are they all um dying or are they just unconscious i would say the huey lewis and the human man are both gone the drow is uh fled the goliath is unconscious as is the ogre well then i suppose we ought to uh try and sort out just why miss gale was attacked We've got a mummy. We've got a dead man with a bullet in his head. We've got an unconscious Goliath, an unconscious ogre. And my guess is that the dead one is the one that knew everything. Thanks for that, Shardlow. Much, much appreciated. I happen to know the who, but I just don't know the why. Yes, but the, the who is dead and very clearly in front of us on the floor. The why is the important question. He was willing to talk. Why Why did you shoot him? He was considerable trouble in his own mind. You have to take my word on it, but I don't expect you will. But it's not... Never mind. And I'm going to go try to, like, straighten some tables up and just try to brush the glass out of the way. Perfect. As you do that, you hear um, just, like, kind of a step behind you you just hear an invisible winnie who is just like saying you are amazing thank you so much oh my god thank you for staying near me i am so so pleased that you were here everyone else kind of just ran away and abandoned me but you were there and i really appreciate it and i'm just going to stay behind you uh the entire rest of the evening well is gonna like not drawing attention to winnie she's gonna start making her way to the elevator and just say how about we get back to your dressing room for a moment? We'll we'll get you cleaned up. Yeah, yeah, that sounds that sounds good. I don't I don't think I've got a show in me tonight. I think I'm just I'm I think I'm just done. I think I need some more. Maybe I can have some more cake or like I think I've I feel like I'm having a blood sugar crash. Like everything happens so quickly. Oh God, I really need some. It's cake. okay. It's okay. She'll try to calm her down and just lead her to the elevator. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, so there's just like an invisible hand holding your hand uh, and uh, just kind of like talking and praising you and thanking you so much for for being there for her this entire time and yeah well then literally did nothing that whole time <laughs> but I just want right, to point out but you did stay right be, like right in front of her um, which to her mind is like that is the big thing you were there you were protecting her Salem is only conscious because of bless. So, 
literally i would not be i would have probably not be alive uh, or uh, at the very least would be in a lot more danger if i'd been unconscious because that ogre i mean pounded she feels like she did nothing but like yeah I, I know she did something she just feels like she didn't do anything i'm going to shoot on a reassuring smile as they shrink back down with a couple of steps towards cricket hi there how you doing it's fine good show uh do you have another good show left in you? Do you think? Uh, yeah, I got I, I got some um some uh, uh pump in me. <laughs> well, I reckon we ought to uh, keep everybody entertained for a little bit. Uh, try and keep folks around so we can ask some questions. It looks like people are starting to stream out, and maybe if you put on a good enough show, they will stick around for a little yeah, while. Yeah, I'll I'll try that. I'm gonna like shakily get my my myself up. Is the piano still uh? well enough yeah oh actually let me roll a luck check for it it rolled a 19 so yeah that piano is pristine in fact it looks kind of like gleaming like oh. maybe like there was like some oil that was spilt on it and someone like dove over and kind of like rubbed that oil in and now it looks like varnished oh um, gunpowder really does the trick sometimes yeah. as well all that stuff <laughs> perfect um, um there's no one playing the piano currently. There is like a little bit of a band playing just gently. Um, but they would like, if you walked over, they would uh, welcome you and kind of point towards the piano and say, then just gesture and nod and say that you'd be welcome. Cool. I just kind of give a, a quick few ideas of what we're planning on doing. I cast enhance ability charisma on myself. Using my <laughs> last second spell, uh, last second, uh, second level spell. Uh, and I guess I'm just going to try and, um, Oh, before you do cricket, hang on one sec. There's someone who would like to introduce you. And Salem's going to uh, try and find a quiet spot to throw their voice. Uh, cast Minor Illusion, since uh, <laughs> Jake seems to have run out on his own opening night. Yeah, Jake is trying nowhere to be found. Try to save Jake some face. They feel a little bit bad about stealing their car. Uh, <laughs> and cast Minor Illusion to make an image of Jake appear on stage and, and uh, try to announce uh, with Jake's voice that... <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, we have another opening act, another performance for you. You didn't think that a little gunfire would slow us down, did you? This is Jake's. Everything here is Jake. <laughs> that is amazing. Uh, make a deception check for me. Um, I think, or unless performance would be better for you. No, deception would. Uh, okay. I'm going to burn my inspiration on that. Okay. One second. Yeah, all right. From a, from a nat one six to a twenty two. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, you see, there's like mo probably about half the people have already kind of left, but the people that have that were there, that were kind of looking about like they were maybe about to leave, turn back towards the stage, and you see them like a lot of them really start to smile, and they're like, yeah, yeah, this is Jake's. Everything is Jake. Who cares about a gunfight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good. Um, and they start reassuring each other and some people go over to the bar uh, and Agnes is looking a little surprised that people are staying but starts like pouring drinks again looking confused and looking at the illusory Jake and just being like hey, uh, hey boss where'd you, where'd you go like and but I think um, with that deception like there's a moment where someone walks in between them and Jake can Jake's illusion can walk off the stage and kind of 
disappear into the crowd, quite literally. That is the plan. And then Salem will uh, pop off to let Cricket do their thing. Cool. Um, my performance is a 25! Okay, yeah. I love it, Head's ability. That would have been a 12 <laughs> otherwise. Wow. Yeah, it's a fantastic performance. Like, I mean, considering that just a moment ago, there were bullets flying through the air, the rat-a-tat-tat of bullets has now become the rat-a-tat-tat of a drum and, like, the tinkling of ivories. It is a great performance, and people, they actually seem like maybe they've actually, like, now this has become a story. Like, yeah, we were at Jake's on opening night. This was, like, can you believe it? I was there when the gunshots happened, and, like, they interrupted, like, Winnie Gale's performance, and uh, I stuck around, and the performance afterwards was even better than it was before, and, like, you see people are really getting back into it, and they're kind of talking themselves up. Uh, I, I uh, kind of near, like, the end of my performance, uh, I'll just kind of say, tell your friends, tell everyone, tell your loved ones, <laughs> tell your CEOs, who's here, <laughs> cricket! Ooh, ooh. Ah, ah, cricket, cricket. Have you heard of cricket before? I've never heard of cricket before. Cricket, oh, very cool. That is a very cool name. I like the name cricket. Oh, wow, what's going on? And people are like applauding. You hear your name kind of reverberating a few times afterwards. Um, that is awesome. While that's while that performance is going on, uh, Shardlow and Lisette, what are you guys up to? I think Shardlow at the moment is going to be like looking through what he can find on the bodies. Uh, just doing a little bit of like investigation, tr also trying to get those out of the way because <laughs> <laughs> they are probably taking the tone down of this place considerably. Perfect. And Lizette, what are you doing? Uh, Lizette's probably going to help out with uh, searching the bodies, not really moving okay, them, perfect. more like searching for things <laughs> on their person. Okay. Uh, if one of you wants to take uh, an investigation check with advantage, or uh, both of you can make independent ones. I feel like I trust Lisette's knowledge in this matter. Okay. Uh, yeah, so Lisette, if you want to make a advantage or investigation check with advantage. All right. Um, two 18s, but with my... That would be a 25. That's perfect. So... Uh, you find like a little bit of cash, some, uh, just some like wallets and some basic stuff like that, but probably more interesting to you, you find on, uh, Huey Lewis's body, a crumpled bedding stub, um, from the lost evening, which Charlotte would know. And I think with the role you made yesterday about, uh, House of Rain, you know that the Lost Evening is an underground fighting pit actually run by the Grub Tongues, um, one of the other three primary uh, members of the uh, of the criminal family. Oh, this man is in deep with everyone. Charlotte, Perhaps how did should... you know this gentleman? We have a little bit of history, but I would say that at this point, we should figure out what took him here. Say, do you happen to know much about that other singer this evening? 
And he's he's gonna try to not like name names and just be like oblique about it. I mean, yeah, if uh if you wanna make a streetwise or a history check, uh you guys could try to figure out what's going on. Sorry, streetwise or a what check? Uh history. Okay. <laughs> Natural twenty. Oh my god. So that's thirty. Okay. That's amazing. So with a history check, this is knowledge you didn't even know you had. This, as soon as you start thinking about it and considering it, this knowledge is at your fingertips. As if it has come into your mind without ever having to actually read it. It is just there. Um, you know that 12 months ago, uh, Millie Plum, the jazz fairy, who had been around for a little bit, but uh, 12 months ago, she started to really become a much more famous uh, jazz performer. And what you heard was that um, not only was she like much, she was gaining a lot of notoriety. You also heard that she became a lot more egotistical. And uh, with that, natural 20 the thing that really kind of feels weird like how do you know this this is something that has come just from your time in the archives you've just you just have this innate knowledge somehow that millie plum has always been in winnie gale's shadow and you don't know how you know this but you know that she is not happy about being second fiddle to anybody so Lisette, I happen to notice that uh, this musical fairy happened to be engaging on a little shenanigans on the enemy side. I have to say I have had my suspicions for a while, but based on what you just told me now, I think our investigation should perhaps head that way. I would have to agree with you. I think perhaps someone wasn't really okay with sharing the spotlight. If they're still performing on stage, Charlo will definitely wait, but otherwise he is going to try to make his way either with Lisette or I guess Longland's still with... Okay, that's probably not a good one to start in right now, so... <laughs> He'll go with uh, Lisette and try to rejoin with the rest of the party. Perfect. And I think uh, let's take a little bit of a break there. The Dirty Twenties Podcast is sponsored this week by Zany Zelda's Zazzy Zippers. The hotsy totsiest dress fasteners in the world. With a veritable rainbow of available colors and sizes from Pixie to Storm Giant, Zany Zelda's Zazzy Zippers guarantee that they have what you're looking for. No more troublesome buttons or time-consuming cord fasteners. Thanks to this new, incredible, amazing, innovative, and wondrous technology coming out of Hastor, Slipping into your favorite smock now takes less time than tying your shoes. 
With only basic sewing skills, you too can bring your wardrobe into the future. Or, for a slight fee, the talented staff at Zany Zelda's Zazzy Zippers would be happy to handle the alteration for you. Zany Zelda's Zazzy Zippers. You'll know they're real by the zip. We're also sponsored this week by Huey Lewis's News Gang. If you know what you like, maybe a function at the junction, we're there for you. Naturally, if you need someone to go down slow, we've got so little kindness, and trouble in paradise is our sport. Just remember, time ain't money, and the power of love will leave you walking on a thin line. So give us our kickback in time. Simple as that. Huey Lewis's News Gang, Trouble in Paradise, is our sport. All right, welcome back from break, everyone. So... We left off, we just discovered a little bit of information about the jazz fairy, Millie Plum. And the group was uh, starting to reconvene a little bit, uh, but Longlin has taken Winnie back up to the dressing room. What would you guys like to do? Um, after the performance is kind of done and we just kind of let the band kind of do their thing for a little bit, uh, I just kind of want to reconvene with everyone. And probably even get Winnie in on this conversation because I don't think they'll uh, <laughs> move away from Lonlin right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, she, I mean, she went invisible and uh, then Lonlin was seen walking with her hand outstretched as if she was holding someone's hand uh, back to the elevator. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, so, folks, uh, fellas, uh, uh, that was a fun night. Uh, how's everyone doing? We're all doing mentally fine all that kind of jazz i've never felt more alive that's worrisome uh, <laughs> we'll unpack that a little bit later uh unless you want to unpack that now but um and i, I could have done I, without this evening but i'm sure we'll pass yeah uh question did any of you guys also hear the something about a chanamaro thassis person who and what now? When they came running in, didn't they say um, a greetings from, like, or a message from Chani Maru? I, I probably got the name wrong. I stored it <laughs> in my memory bank, and I, I, I wrote it down probably incorrectly. <laughs> but uh, in case you wanted to write it correctly, it's Chanomar, C-H-A-N-O-M-A-R, and then Othatis, O-T-H-A-T-I-S. Oh, Othatis, okay. Yeah. I probably did lisp and probably said Othathis or something. You are good. So Chanyomaro Othathis. That's the, the person they were saying the message from. Uh, Does that name sound familiar to anyone? Uh, one thing you would know just kind of like, especially Salem or Charlotte would definitely know, just kind of, like just know would be that uh, the Othathis family is kind of a fourth player in the world. But they're not really, they're not like as established. They're more, they're very like low level. Um, 
they've been here for like quite a few years in the city. They have more of a holding somewhere else. Um, but uh, House of Thetis is like, as far as you know, it's been a stable relationship. They basically provide some of the like smuggling duties that some of the other places require in order to operate their businesses. I've heard of him, but I'm surprised that he would be so brazen. He's not a big name in these parts, as far as I'm aware. Could it be a setup, then? I mean, or I a way to establish themselves. And, uh, sorry, Will, I'm just assuming you guys have gone back up to the room with, uh, with Winnie and Lonlin? I'd like to. Dylan didn't object, so... Okay. Yeah. Yes. Once we're up there, I might bring up the subject of Millie, but definitely not while we're outside in the hall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfect. I just wanted to make sure Lonlin could be part of the conversation. Yeah. Cool. All right. You guys are up there, uh, and and no longer invisible. Winnie is just scarfing down baked goods. There's like a new plate that has been brought to her by Francis or Francois, um, and uh, yeah, it's just piled. This one is almost all chocolate cake. It's just like a whole bunch of variations on chocolate cake from the tea house. Oh, wow. And she's just like, I just, I'm, I'm just so, and she's just like stuffing her mouth and just kind of like work, like speaking around it, but mostly like just focused on eating. I'll lean to Cricket and just whisper, stress does crazy things to people. Oh, no, I believe it. Trust me. If I could eat that much, I would. I don't have enough food. Uh, anyway. Uh, about that, um, glad we saved ya and all, uh, but do Thank we have- so much. Yeah. Do we want to maybe, like, chase after Athatis? Get some questions and all that jazz? I mean, I that's not- I don't want to sound the alarm prematurely, or make you feel anxious on the stage, but how are your feelings about Millie? Or perhaps more importantly, how are their feelings about yourself? Oh, well, um, Millie's, Millie's a Dio. She, uh, she's been opening for me for, for like eight months now. And she's always been very, very kind. Uh, as far as I know, she's, she's fantastic. Uh, she's like one of my best friends. Can I insight to see if she is telling the truth? Yeah, go for it. Can I either do my own insight or assist? <laughs> uh, yeah, whichever you would prefer. Uh, yeah, you can insist or uh, do your own. Do your own because you're both kind of just getting a yeah. That is an eighteen. That's a nine. An eight and a nine. <laughs> eighteen. Uh, I mean, as far as you. Oh, eighteen. Okay. Uh, Charlo, as far as you can tell, yeah, she is being totally honest. Uh, Lizette, you get a little bit of like there's almost a fraction of a second hesitation before she says best friend, but it's like. Maybe you didn't actually pick up on that. Maybe you're just projecting, but that there's almost like a tiny little bit of a pause. So you've never fought her with her at all? She's always been perfectly fine just being your opener? Oh, well, we've always had like, you know, we've we've had conversations about maybe like me opening for her, but like... That's, it, it never went like it was never an argument it was just a conversation and it was something we discussed 
but it wasn't like it wasn't something we really um yeah i mean she understood like i i've been in the scene longer and people know me and uh what do you think do you think it could have been but she was there she she could have been injured too you don't think it's her do you you don't think oh, it's her oh i absolutely think it's her oh uh and she will just look quite crestfallen actually and just like go back to like stuffing cake in her mouth wait really you... i mean she did confuse me and all but like uh, is that enough to the why would you want to murder well it... she's a rising starlet and frankly she's kind of been out of the spotlight whenever whenever Winnie's around Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess. Showgirls just, and all that. Uh, wow. I'm just... To me, it's all surprising. Uh, I, murder's not usually, like, my first go-to. <laughs> Let alone trying to co commit such a, bra a brazen act of whatever that was. Wow. There is always a tough Well, spot. we all did just partake in murder. <laughs> We're all accomplices in this. I, I didn't murder anyone! You assisted. I... Uh. <laughs> you all of a sudden can see Kirk just kind of goes like a little bit white. I want to sit down for a second. No one that I touched wound up dead, but uh, more to the point of our story. Does it really matter who did it? I mean, our obligation, our contracts to McGuffins was to protect Ms. Gale, and we protected Ms. Gale. If we're due for a longer contract, Salem will say with a, a look towards Winnie and a raised eyebrow, then I suppose we can renegotiate, but, uh, well, we've done our duty. I don't feel we have. If she's still in danger, we haven't protected her. Which is why we should take out the pigs. Do you know she's still in danger? We're all in danger, Lonlin. Yeah, but our contract isn't to protect ourselves, it's to protect Winnie. Yes, but there are limitations to contracts. They only stretch so far. We can't work for free. Doesn't it doesn't work like that? It's bad optics for MacGuffins. Well, I, I'm not going. I, I'm going to stay here then. If you guys want to renegotiate a contract, that's fine. But you signed on to the same contract that we did. Yeah, but it's a person's life. How can we just leave her and go back to MacGuffins and have someone attempt an assassination again? I am inclined to agree. <sighs> At this point, we cannot say that we have completed our mission, especially considering there are so much unknowns about the danger we are facing, Miss Winnie. If we kill the fairy, then we will have completed Wait, no, our mission. no! I don't want to kill the fairy! We need to bring her in for questioning. We're not the police. We don't bring people in for questioning. We're not the city guard. None of that's our responsibility. But we're not judge, jury, and executioner either. Not judge or jury. Uh, we, Clearly, we, we are all here in the two people today. Guards, and there's been a murder, and well, uh, several murders. It seems pretty likely that there's going to be some questioning about it. This is what we try to avoid. Um, this is. Uh, Salem rubs the the back of their head. Messy, and messy's bad, but. 
I suppose if we're stuck ankle deep in it, we might as well keep waiting and hope that we come out the other side before we wind up falling in. As you, like, as this entire conversation is happening, you've seen Winnie is just like, as soon as like Salem started implying that they were done, um, Winnie looked so scared and was just looking back and forth between Salem and Lonlin and has been looking like relieved as Lonlin kind of said that they that she would stick it out but Winnie also like swallows a bite and says so um just to clarify when I contracted MacGuffins it wasn't just for tonight it like I I put in my rider that it would be at least two days but like until at least I was on tour and out of the city which is supposed like this was supposed to be kind of like my my kickoff for my tour. Um, then it looks like you might be waiting a little while longer, but that's fine. If that's in the contract, then that's in the contract, and we'll stick around. Yeah, it's, I mean, at least two days. But I mean, I, I could, I could pay more. Like, oh I, no, Miss Gale, no. If you already paid, then you already paid. That's fine. We'll stick around for it. I just want to make sure that we're not being treated like the guard because. I've dealt with that before, and it gets quite complicated when people treat us like something we're not, and then we have to butt heads with the city and with a look towards Lonlin. We have a job, and if we overstep the boundaries of that job, then people get mad. So we have to balance our needs with what we're allowed to do. But if we're here for the contract for two days, then we're here for the contract for two days. And if you need us for longer, then you need us for longer. Obviously, that's quite understandable. I'm not trying to shake you down. Uh, and she just looks so relieved. And she actually like puts down the cake she was eating and just says, thank you all so much. I, I, to be honest, I wasn't actually taking it seriously. I just thought, like, I was a little unnerved by the letters, but I, do you think they were actually after me? Or do, maybe they, maybe they were just after Jake and it was just a happenstance. Actually, on that note, uh, where is Jake? Uh, m make a perception check. Let's see if anybody spotted him or like something before you guys I, came up here. I didn't roll very well. Uh, I got an 11. No. Unfortunately... <laughs> Uh, unless anybody else wanted to roll a perception. Uh, I think I was there cleaning up and I wasn't performing on the stage, so if he was around, I might have a good chance of looking at him. I mean, make a, a perception check. Yeah, just give it a try. Sure, that's a 16. 16. Um, you didn't actually see Jake, but what you did see was there was just like... Um, you caught just out of the corner of your eye that false wall that led to the sewers. You just kind of heard it and you caught a little bit of puff of dust as it was closed again this was a, on it. yeah just like a couple minutes after all the shooting kind of died down um yeah, jake seems to have fled jake or agnes for that matter uh agnes is uh is actually tending the bar agnes is doing her job um well very responsible of her perfect <laughs> yeah <laughs> Can I make an investigation check to see if if they were after Winnie at yeah, all? Yeah, um, 
or if I saw them go after her specifically or look at her specifically. Kind yeah, of thing. I would say. Um, or history. I would actually, I think this is probably more of an insight to kind of think back and read the room a little bit. All right. Insight. Give me one second. That is a 14. 14. Uh, you definitely noticed that they clocked Winnie when, when they came in. Um, and a couple of the Tommy guns had initially been pointing towards the stage before cricket intervened. And then it was kind of confusion on like around there. So it's, you're not absolutely certain, but it definitely seemed like there was definite interest with a 14. Okay. So how, what's our next step then? Um, I would like to find this fairy. Yeah, I'm, I'm on that, that mindset time. too. You don't actually think it's Millie, do you? I mean, she's she's been my friend for for years, and like, well, eight months is it's it's a drop in the bucket to to get your name out there. Sometimes it's the closest people to you that well, she... try you, so we can't rule her out. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, well, her, her dressing room is, like, it's across the hall, um, but I haven't heard her since we came up here. Uh, well, you, you know, let's uh, take a look around. Maybe we can investigate to see if the, there were any magical things she was trying to do that could have uh, bamf around in case things went uh, haywire. Uh, well, I mean, I'm all for a little bit of creative evidence gathering, but uh, should we maybe not check to make sure that she's not in her room or it's being watched first? You know, just if we're going to do it, then I've got a bit of a reputation. I don't want to be caught doing it. Yeah, no, that, that's fair. That's fair. Wait, what kind of <laughs> reputation? Oh, you know, Salem waves their hands sort of vaguely in, in front. I, um, I'm, I don't get caught. Which means that I suppose it's not much of a reputation unless you know the right people. Do you know the right people? Sort of an anti-reputation. Uh, well, I mean, uh, with certain crowds, anyways. <laughs> um, not a sort of fancy, uh, Wine and cocktail crowds, though. Was that kind of like eyes Salem up, and then writes it writes it down in, <laughs> in her notebook? Yeah, that's fine. I mean, it'll probably end up tattooed on some bloke anyway. So, oh, if we run in the right crowds, yeah, yeah, that was a neat trick. Um, well, then, uh, cricket, is this your? particular cup of tea haven't worked with you before so are you good at the whole b and d thing uh i'm not terrible at it N normally i kind of rely on my spells to uh right well then fine somebody else keep an eye out for me and i'll do that part uh, <laughs> yeah I... I'll, I'll help out oh, uh, i don't want to step on anyone's toes here i'm happy to volunteer my services i am very light on my feet perhaps not 
a lockpicker if that comes to it, but definitely good at avoided detection. Perfect. Sounds good to me. So I think um, with that, if uh, whoever's taking a look down the hallway can make a perception check. And um, I would say, Salem, if you wanted to like uh, make a stealth check with advantage with uh, some assistance from Shardlow. Before the two of you leave, I'm going to give you guys uh, both bardic inspiration. Uh, I'm just going to like quickly, like again, uh, look around. I don't have any, I need to get more instruments. And once more, I just kind of do the body percussion. Um, and you guys have inspiration. D8. Your methods are strange, but nonetheless, your energy is infectious. Yeah. So, following uh, Cricket, I'm also going to cast protection from good and evil on Salem. Oh, okay. Um, are you choosing a specific... Um, I'm assuming you're choosing Faye? Absolutely, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Perfect. Um, so, uh, yeah. Enter into a short rest. <laughs> Later. <laughs> uh, yeah, so if whoever's watching out down the hallway can make a perception check, and uh, Salem, you can uh, roll advantage for stealth. All right, can do. Got a 18 on stealth. 18, okay. Fantastic. Um, and I'm just double-checking protection from evil and good. Um, but uh, who's watching out down the hallway? I suppose if I'm going with him, it makes sense for me to do the perception check? I don't know. Yeah, I think that makes perfect sense. Ooh, that's a low roll, though. That's only a 13. Do you want to use my inspill already? I might actually. <laughs> I may <laughs> use that. <laughs> uh, what is yours? A d6 or d8? D8. All right, that's a 17. Oh, bless. A 17. Fantastic. Yeah, you do not hear or see uh, Millie Plum. And you notice that the door uh, across the hallway is an, it's another like private dining room in the tea house um but there is a there's a lock on the door and the door is currently locked but it is definitely locked from the outside it is not locked from the inside so you get the sense that there's probably not someone in the room all right well then let's have at it Beepstool strike or yeah, absolutely. Unless you have another way to get through a door, uh, which I wasn't, I wasn't rushing to because I don't know. Maybe you could shadow sorcery through. Not quite. All right. Uh, all right. I've got. Oh, all right. Uh, not twenty. Twenty-eight. Oh my god. Let's yeah. go. So <laughs> yeah, you absolutely. You just like you. You basically look at the lock, and you notice that there's actually. Like, it's a super simple lock. It is like one of those ones that's easy from both sides. But you basically like push it with a with one of your lockpick tools. Just like push a single pin, and the door swings open silently. You know, it's going to be very hard to keep this reputation if they keep making locks this simple. It's like they want me to break in or something. <laughs> Salem will slip inside with a wink out to Shardlow. Keep an eye on me. Won't be gone for long, love. Sure, though we'll keep watch. Perfect. Um, and uh, yeah, if 
as you're in there, uh, can you please make an investigation check? Happy to. Uh, and have we had a short rest since uh, everything kicked off? Or I don't believe you've had a short rest yet. All right, then 13. 13. Okay. Uh, with a 13, you're not finding too much. This is mostly a... Um, yeah, this is mostly like a private dining room, but there is a little bit of a closet and you find a tiny little wardrobe. It's very cute. It's only like a foot tall, um, but it's got beautiful, like intricate scroll work of leaves and stuff on it. And you open it up and there's just all these different dresses of leaves and feathers and like sticks. And then just like tiny, tiny, tiny little sequins. Do I see any desks or... Uh, you, there is a desk, um, and with that 13, uh, you do find a, um, one of the drawers of the desk has, is locked. Hmm. Everything, the other drawers that open are just like fairly regular, just stationary and paper. There's nothing interesting in them, but there is that locked drawer. I'm going to eye the drawer very carefully for a second, uh, (laughs) check it for any possible, dangers traps threats absolutely uh fire fire, wire gas glass bug drugs uh (laughs) and 18 okay yeah uh it looks like it's just a regular lock it doesn't look like it's magically locked or anything it looks like it's just a a simple lock um it's actually a very tiny tiny little keyhole you almost like you almost didn't notice it at first it's just that the door didn't open but you do find this tiny little keyhole uh, which you assume is sized for like a pixie-sized key. Well, I mean, if it's sized for a pixie-sized key, then huh, I suppose this is going to be a little bit more challenging. And I'll step to it. Okay. Yeah, fuse tools check for sure. Uh, only a 14. Do you want to use inspo? I'm going to, yes. <laughs> it's a D8? Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, 17 17 Ooh, yeah you are just able to crack this um it's like your pins only barely fit in this lock and even though it's just a simple mundane lock it's just it's so much smaller than you're used to it's more of a struggle and it takes you about 30 seconds but you do manage to open it and then you can open the drawer um and i don't there's only a few things in the drawer you don't need to make an investigation check Um, what you find in the drawer, there are a few letters and they're love letters. They're ones that Millie has received from someone. Um, and they are love letters. Mostly like almost all of them are just talking about, um, like how great Millie is and fantastic. And, but as like at the bottom of the stack, um, the tone changes a little bit and you start seeing words like your time is coming soon. You will soon get like what you actually deserve. Yeah. And then like probably the, the most salient point that you see just in those letters quickly, you see today's date just scribbled on a scrap of paper that was attached to one of the last love letters, which is just a standard love letter, but it's today's date and roughly when those thugs showed up. Oh, little one, why have you gotten mixed up in affairs so much bigger than yourself? All right, that settles it. 
I'll take the papers and make my way back up to the door. Okay. Uh, Charlotte, can you just make another perception check for me, please? Absolutely. That is 17. 17. Perfect. Um, you see Salem starting or like opening the door. And just as he's being or they're beginning to open the door, sorry, just as they're beginning to open the door, you hear uh, the elevator starting to as it's beginning to kind of like rise up again. And so it sounds like someone is coming up from below. I silently like gesture towards Salem, just like get out of there, like, but not actually saying that, just with mm-hmm. my hands. <laughs> oh, Salem knows how to talk with their hands. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Perfect. Yeah, they'll uh, pop on out as fast as possible and as quietly as possible. Cool. Do you try to lock the door again? Ooh. Um, you know what I'm going to do? Salem's going to create a minor illusion in front of the elevator of an uh, out-of-service sign blocking the way down the hall uh, and then quickly try to uh, lock the door. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's you're trying hall. to say the hallway, the hallway is out of service. The hallway is out of service. Okay. It's not it's just <laughs> trying try to buy, buy, buy themselves like a moment of time. Okay. Um, I'm going to say make a stealth check for me. Um, All right. And I know I should give you like disadvantage or something because it's ridiculous, but I also love it so, so much. It, it's just, it's a flat stealth check to try to like close this in time because I love the idea of trying to say that the hallway is out of order. Natural 20. <laughs> That's amazing. So yeah. Um, it's the dumbest natural 20 I've ever got. <laughs> Simultaneously the best though. The hallway is closed? <laughs> the hallway is closed, everybody. No one's coming up or down this hallway. We are out of order. <laughs> the doors of the elevator open and uh, there's just this minor illusion of kind of like a barricade with out, like, uh, yeah, a barricade with an out of order sign and you just hear someone say, What's going on here? This is, huh? This is interesting. Um, and then you hear the the elevator actually close again, and it starts going back down. <laughs> um, as it sounds like uh, Millie Plum is going to go check in and see what's going on. Why is the hallway out of order? Um, and uh, yeah, you're able to fully lock that door. It, it temporarily bled over from the archives. Uh, so I'll lock the door. <laughs> and, uh, uh, wink over towards Shardlow and gesture back towards Winnie's room. Got the goods. Shardlow nods and will make his way along with him. Perfect. Yeah, you guys make your way back into the room. Everyone is there. Winnie has by now basically eaten half of this mountainous pile of cake. But she does, she's slowed down a lot. She's basically stopped eating now. She seems like she's really calmed. Uh, Winnie doll, you're going to want to read this. Okay. Um, I Salem's mean, going to uh, edge up towards Lon Lennon and say, she's going to need a friend. Uh, as they put the papers in front of Winnie. Perfect. Uh, Winnie starts reading it. And at first she's like, why am I reading this? This seems like poisonal um i mean and but as she keeps reading she's like oh oh that's 
uh, and like by the end, she gets to the end and she's like, Oh, I don't, um, I don't, I don't understand. Uh, it's, it's not really my voids aren't my forte, but, um, it, is she, does this mean that she was plotting something against me? It's never easy to hear. Um, and she will actually look up at Lonlin and uh, just reach for your hand. She'll, yeah, she'll like offer her hand to her and just give it a small squeeze. Um, okay. Um, is, is she in her, is she in her room right now? Like, uh, should we go? And you see her kind of actually get like pissed off. Like she, like the hand that you're holding Lonlin, it squeezes you back, but it's more like, not like for reassurance. She is like now just unconsciously squeezing something. And Me? you see. <laughs> is she like she... crushing my hand? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. No, it's not definitely. I mean, she's squeezing, but it definitely doesn't hurt. Like, but she is trying to essentially, or not really trying to. She is unconsciously squeezing as hard as she can, but she only rolled an eight. Uh, for a strength check. So it's definitely not a like painful ex experience. It's just, it's not a squeeze for reassurance. Um, and you see her face like set into this like angry look. And she says, that's it. All right. We're going over there. We're going to fuck this pixie up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, let, let's all calm down there. <laughs> yeah i'm like not letting her move but, like if she walks i just stay in place and hold her hand so she's just like a dog on a leash basically yes <laughs> we do need to consider your reputation as well yeah my reputation no one messes with winnie freaking gale all right now lonlin you are fantastic you're a doll but if you don't let me go and sort this out we're gonna have voids all right you and i are gonna have voids it's not gonna be so good I don't think this is a good idea. I can't. We just talk. You're you're a bard. You're you're good with words. Yeah. Did your friend just try to like assassinate you? No, no. My friend tried to assassinate me, and more than that, she tried to take my spot. Uh, Longwin is gonna take her other hand and just kind of square her shoulders so she's like facing her directly and just say, "You need to be better than her." You need to show her that I you are... I am Winnie freaking Gale. I am better than Hoi. You're not if you go kick her ass. <laughs> she wins if you do that. You need to... You need to be logical about this. Uh, make a persuasion check for me. And I'm going to say... I know it would have, like, gone away, but add that uh, holy... Uh, holy oh, the emissary. Happened. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is 17, 22, 28. Oh my God. Uh, so she is like fuming, but you see as your words like hit her and she's like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to beat her at her own game. I'm not going to beat her physically. I'm just going to be better. In a hurry. And she just like takes a breath and but you see like she's still determined, but she's not over she's not just gonna go like kick down the door now. Uh when she says I'm going to 
like, like beat her at her own game. Does she mean I'm going to sit here in my room, or is she also going to hire some thugs? Can <laughs> I inside check that? You know, uh, I kind of think we're her thugs right now. <laughs> yeah, make an inside check. Make an inside check, but... Uh... Okay. Lizette is, like, visibly deflated that everything got resolved. <laughs> <laughs> what? No violence? Uh, it's a 14. 14? Uh, you definitely, like, when she says, I'll beat her at her own game, like, she does kind of look around at all of you, and she does smile a little bit. Uh, yeah, you get the sense that, kind of like Cricket said, you're her thugs in her mind. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Maybe I do like being in the field. <laughs> just look over towards Lizette. Cricket's just not walking very straight right now. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, yeah let, let's uh, go talk. Uh, speak some words. You know, Winnie, if you ever need a place to... Uh... Uh, an arena of sorts. You can always come to me. I might know a spot. Like, uh, do you mean, like, a place to exercise and become more physically adept? Or, like, uh, a place to rehoise? Or what do you mean exactly? I'm, And she's kind of, like, like, she's taken aback a little bit, and she's, you see some of that, like, determination kind of come out of her as she's just, like, figuring out what you mean. Uh, Lizette kind of, like, smiles very unnervingly well <laughs> when we first met you did say that you always wanted to be in the archives oh my god <laughs> she's like uh... <laughs> i know but charlotte does not know what this means yeah. <laughs> i mean winnie definitely doesn't know what that means but she's like yeah i guess you know i bet the acoustics in a big library would be great for rehoising uh thank you i get yeah um sure i'll i'll come rehoise some yeah um anyway uh what do you mean lizette kind of like winks at her <laughs> and then it like immediately goes back to like just taking notes um kind of inching towards the door uh, uh make a persuasion check for me Oh, okay. That is... Oh, that is a... 26. 26. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, well... That, I mean... Feels like a non-sequitur, but that feels like... Thank you very much. That's a great idea. Yeah, and after this, I'll definitely come take you up on it. And she feels like she, you get the sense she is really... Uh, yeah, she likes the idea of going and singing in the big archive. Yeah, she's really on board with whatever you were proposing. Great, because that's not what Lizette was proposing, but <laughs> I'm happy that she likes part of it. Oh my god. Field trip, Imagine field she trip, dies field in trip. There. <laughs> no, no field trip, no. <laughs> Huh? Isn't there something about noise? Yeah, I imagine like... Volume in the archive. <laughs> Cricket's just gonna start walking outside and like completely gaunt, uh uh just walks down. Is the sign still there? Uh how long <laughs> How long does minor illusion normally last? Minute. Yeah, one minute. Okay. So probably just yeah. fading slash gone. Yeah. Okay. For the for the quick moment that it's there, Cricket just looks around 
and it <laughs> almost looks completely shattered. Like, his reality just does not make any sense. Alright, yeah. Is this called adventure I'd like? <laughs> okay. Well, then I suppose if we're going to go uh, knock some heads around, then at the very least, that head is quite small. And hopefully out of spells. Alright, yeah. we'll see. Do we know where she is? Uh, well, she went back down. She was coming up to her dressing room, and then there was the hallway was out of order sign, and she decided to go talk to Agnes and figure out what's going on. So she at least went back down below. Ooh, idea. Salem's going to to gather everybody, I guess, minus Cricket together. Um, look, I can let you into her place, and uh, Winnie, how about you just sit at her desk and look threatening? Lonlin can back you up and stand behind you and look as uh, swaggeringly threatening as she always does. Shardlow can, I, I don't know, point point a gun or something and Lizette just <laughs> exists in that space and she'll probably be fine. Um, and uh, then when she comes in, you confront her. It'll look really cool. Oh, yeah. That will look really cool. Yeah, that's a great idea. Let's do it. All right, sounds good. Cricket can be the uh, adoring fan escorting her back to her dressing room or whatever Cricket wants to do. Cricket! Uh, yeah? Got a job for you, dear? Uh, okay, what, what do you want? Like, well, uh, would you rather be an adoring fan, uh, a blustering, imposing threat, perhaps a gibbering buffoon? Uh, well, I mean, you could be you could be looking to make a deal you performed quite astoundingly up there. Perhaps you're looking for a partnership. Yeah, that, you know, I'll go on that route. Uh, what am I doing with that? Ah, yes. All right. Um, Lonlin, Charlo, Lizette, are we all on board? I might make one small adjustment to that. Uh, just in case, oh, let's say our new friend decides to make a runner for it. I think I might take a spot around one of the entrances. Well, I was figuring that uh, I'd wait outside, but if you'd rather switch, I can go inside and take your place. You do have that nice big stick on your back. Yes, just in case that she decides that perhaps leaving in a hurry might be a better plan. You've got to wait to see through, um, what's that? Um, that word, that thing. Uh, right, can you see through invisibility? Charlotte looks like uncomfortable for a second. No, can you? No, but I just figured I would ask. Unfortunately. Can any of you? Uh, no. Hmm. Well, then I guess as long as the door stays closed. Hmm. Perhaps you're right. I will say that I'm not the greatest expert at firing upon things I cannot see. Yes. Well, uh... Hmm. Do you, do you want me to just go go get her? I, I I guess that's kind of what I figured you you wanted. I can. Sorry. Yeah, yes, cricket. Okay. That's, that's, I'll yeah. Just give me like five. Uh, prepare yourself. <laughs> Winnie, if you uh, need to apply any makeup, now would be the time. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm I'm okay. Um, but uh, maybe 
maybe I'll, yeah, maybe I'll do some darker eyeshadow. That's a, okay, yeah. Uh, and you see she goes over to like a mirror and starts applying like just black eyeshadow uh, to make her eyes much more like deep set and intense. Smoky, I like it. Yeah. Going for that natural, uh, Salem sort of looks over towards Lizette. Does does Lizette wear makeup? Lizette's makeup is, um, if you've ever gone to sleep wearing eyeliner and mascara and woken up the next day, it's, it's, that's yeah, what it yeah. is. <laughs> <laughs> it's as if she's I'm just, conti- she I'm never thinking. takes her makeup off. She just reapplies it every day to have this weird, <laughs> oh my God. horrible, smoky <laughs> effect. <laughs> Right. Well, uh, if you want to take some some uh, tips there from our master of looking absolutely terrifying and uh, pants shittingly frightening, then Salem raises their chin towards Lizette. Uh, I'm going to go get the door open. Uh, I think with that natural twenty from before, like you know, this door, like you, this, you and this door are old friends. Essentially, you you now have complete mastery over whether this door is locked or unlocked. <laughs> At the moment, I would prefer that this door exist in the unlocked state. Perfect, yeah. In the Schrodinger's Cats of Doors, this one is currently unlocked. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, perfect. So yeah, you can unlock it. Everyone can go in. Um, and uh, Cricket, you go down back to the bar. Uh, it is... It's still, it's not as lively as it was obviously earlier. There's still only about half capacity, but people are like, on the whole, like laughing about what happened. Everyone who was injured came back instantly uh, and people actually like kind of realizing that it was you who did it. As you come back down, people are clapping you on the back and there's like this like big, um, kind of like a rhino faced person uh, who looks over at you walks over and says hey you're the one who brought me back right well i just wanted to say thank you very much oh yeah you're welcome i it's a it's an absolute pleasure i, I couldn't live with myself if i let something happen to what uh one of you fine folk over here yeah well you know as uh as a thanks well first of all can i buy you a drink uh, yeah! You know what? Um, I'm almost a little busy. Uh, can you give me, like, maybe, like, 10, 15? Of course. Also, second point. If you ever need a favor, or you need someone to sleep with the fishes, you just, uh, you come find me, alright? Oh, I'll yeah. Be... Well, what's your name? My name? I'm Big Dave. Big Dave! I like it! Uh, yeah. I, I, you know just... what? Ask around, ask for Big Dave, you'll find me. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'll probably look around here then in that case. Make this like the little like happening place here. Yeah, you saved my life. I'd be happy to repay that by... And kind of looks around, taking someone else's. Doesn't actually make a check, just looks around, but doesn't quiet their voice at all. Oh, okay. Uh... I am loving this relationship we've got building up there. I just start like finger gutting a little bit. You can tell that Cricket's starting <laughs> to get a bit nervous. I gotta get going. Uh, but big Dave, big big friends of yours. I I'm glad we have this thing going. Um, I'm just gonna like kind of tap him on his chest when I walk away. 
everybody, it's Cricket. Cricket's back. Hey, it's Cricket. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's me. It's me. Uh, where's Billy? <laughs> I'm just curious. I wanted to uh, uh, get a deal going on over, over there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you guys should totally partner up. Yeah, that'll be awesome. Um, and uh, Millie is actually sitting on like the shelf behind the bar, and she's got a thimble um, with uh, what you look like what looks like some sort of liquor in it. And as you come over, she says, Oh, hello, Mr. Cricket. What a nice performance you did earlier. Yeah, well, thank you. Uh, Millie, great performance yourself. I, I loved your tune, your sound. All things brilliant. Um, but I do got a question for you. Do you want to come back to maybe your little uh, your little hidey hole and we could talk about maybe making a deal? Uh, oh, uh, oh you're, you're so forward. That's so... Usually people couch it more discreetly, but uh, that sounds intriguing. Yeah, business deals. Oh, business. Oh. oh. What were you thinking of? Oh, it's it's not important anymore. Thank you very much. Um, but, Cricket just yeah. goes completely red. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, you know what? That's not off the table. I, 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 how? I just look down. How? <laughs> and she'll just wink at you. Uh, and smile coquettishly. Let's go up there. Talk something oh. out. Hand on face. Uh, and uh, she'll look over at Agnes and say, Agnes, this one's... Uh, well, we're going upstairs. If you need me, I'll be in my dressing room. Uh, oh. Agnes, do you know why the hallway was out of order? Uh, and Agnes is just like, what do you mean the hallway? A hallway can't be out of order. And she just like is like frantically like mixing a whole bunch of drinks. She's shaking a uh, like a martini glass or a martini shaker. And uh, there's just a big lineup at the bar. And she seems kind of frustrated by this. She's like, I, I don't know what you the the hallway was fine. It's it was fine earlier. If it's closed, then I don't know. I'm sorry, but you can fly, so it's not a problem. Just go up and away yeah let's head out I, I i think we gotta be quick about this oh no well i thought we had all night but okay we can be quick if that's what you'd prefer yeah yeah that's what i'm preferring <laughs> right about now um yeah I'll, I'll just kind of like have my hand out i don't know if what the procedure is uh, <laughs> she will uh float along beside you and put her hand in your hand as if you were walking together. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And uh, you guys make your way up the elevator. When you open the door, there is no more hallway out of order sign. And Millie's just like, huh? Was when I'm sorry. Uh, was this hallway out of order earlier? Honestly, I have never been up here before. Make a deception check for me. <laughs> I got a 26. I do a plus 10 to that, though. So <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, she's like, oh, I thought you were part of... Oh, okay. Well, um, all right. Then I guess I let's head to my room. It's this way. And yeah, she you, said, you show me the way. I have no idea where it is. <laughs> and she starts leading you to the door. Um, and Salem, now that people have entered the room, has Schrodinger's door become locked or unlocked? 
Uh, it it will it will have been locked because that's how it was left. Perfect. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, so she uh, goes to the door. She pulls out uh, from like almost like like Kingdom Hearts style, like a giant key from her back, um, which is the door key, which is just a normal size key, but to her looks giant. It's like almost half her body length. Uh, and she sticks it in the door and you see her just like kind of like having to like really muscle it to turn it. Um, and she... Uh, unlocks the door, removes the key, and as the door swings open, uh, what does she see? Well, if uh, people listen to Salem, then she sees Winnie sitting behind her desk, leg crossed archly over the other leg, perhaps puffing away on a cigar or uh, drinking a glass of brandy. And uh, Shardlow, I suppose it depends on if he's outside in the hall. He would take your initial advice now that you've convinced him of the invisibility issue <laughs> so just a gun leveled and and pointed towards her or hanging menacingly however Shardlow prefers. i think he'd have it aimed <laughs> right okay right. uh lizette her stage directions were just be herself uh <laughs> <laughs> and lonlin uh i i want to see lonlin's angry face lonlin is standing there with her arms crossed and she's trying really hard not to smile it's like she's kind of faltering between like a smile and a frown, but like she can't. She can't. Uh, um, would this have been continuing for a while, Lundlin? Uh, I mean, if Salem was like, stop doing that, she would be like, I'm trying. <laughs> All right. And I'm going to minor illusion, like a, a, a frown on your face. <laughs> It will look horrible and not at all realistic, but it's like drawing an unhappy face on a happy picture. Um, oh God. Uh, and Salem will just be waiting by the door uh, just to slam it shut the moment they're through. Perfect. Uh, as the door opens and uh, Millie Plum sees all of these people arrayed in this menacing thing with one potentially like the most disquieting thing potentially is this weird frown that has been drawn on Lonlin's face like, <laughs> of all of these weird disquieting things to see when you come into a room you expect to be empty a minor illusion frown might be the weirdest one um and can it add to the intimidation maybe <laughs> yeah it absolutely can uh, she opens the door and says oh shit um and she is going to. I I have her hand. I'm not yeah, letting you go. Okay. Uh, I feel so weird about this. <laughs> she is invisible. Um, she's now invisible. Uh, but and uh, cricket, you feel your hand being like pulled. Uh, as she is trying to get away. Uh, uh, uh Salem, do you want to help me out here real quick? Oh sure. I feel really weird about this. I don't want to have to be the only one. Whole actually, I don't. That's even worse. <laughs> having multiple people hold Salem, Salem has a cloak of protection okay um, the door is closed yeah uh, well this happened really quick uh, make a can make... I yank Cricket inside and then shut, slam the door shut yeah you can go for Since it Cricket's still got her yeah. alright then I'm going to do that and then grab the cloak and say alright let's get this over <laughs> just aim for my hand alright <laughs> try and wrestle the cloak onto her to stop her from flying away 
Perfect. Uh, I'm going to give her a dexterity saving throw uh, just to try to kind of avoid being contained. She, so um, you wrestle, you put the cloak over and it seems like it's mostly just catching like her arm, but not her full body. She's just managing to fly like to the side a little bit as you are trying to, and Cricket's hand is being kind of pulled all over the, the like space. And it's making it very hard to actually figure out exactly where her, where she is. So you don't feel like you've got her exactly. Um, She rolled an 18 plus five. So she got a 23, which is why she isn't just trapped instantly. Um, But uh, you guys could absolutely like say anything or try it again. Uh, hmm. I mean, I'm I'm just gonna keep holding on as best as I can. Okay. A little help here, someone, please. I Charlotte would probably race over and try to grab it if he can. He's okay. pretty quick fingered. Perfect. Uh, with that, I think yeah. Uh, between like Charlotte having a little bit of help and yeah, Cricket really holding on, you are able to just manage to like get the cloak around her. Uh, and you have now this invisible fairy form who's like buffeting against the cloak of protection and trying to get out. And she's like, all right, no, just let me out and like, get away from me. Y'all are horrible people. The game's up, dear. You could just tell us everything at this point. We've got you in a corner. I don't need to you, uh, uh, make a persuasion check for me or intimidation. Um, and I would say if you're doing intimidation, um, you definitely have like advantage with the group. Okay, if uh, I'll do intimidation, um, and I will be throwing in a threat. <laughs> so that is a twenty-six for intimidation. We are really good for I'm... those. Ooh. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm going okay. to kind of, kind of like approach the group that is kind of holding her down and like is she still invisible? She well she's in her cloak. You can't you actually don't know if she's invisible. She's in a cloak right now currently. Okay. Darling, if you try to get away or lie even, we do have the authority to take care of you. So to speak. In such a way that you clearly wanted to take care of our dear Winnie. Okay. All right. You're right. I'm, and you, everyone who's holding the cloak, you feel her like calm down and she just like actually just rests on Cricket's hand, who is still, whose hand I'm assuming is also trapped in the cloak. Um, and she, you feel her sit on the cloak and say, All right, let's talk. I, I won't I won't flee, I promise. You have my word. Has anyone got a glass handy? <laughs> oh, don't a... don't be an asshole. Alright. Like I I promise, alright? I won't I won't leave. Alright, you got me. I'm fine. Well you did just try to murder someone. So you'll forgive me if the word of a would be assassin. Has little merit. I didn't want anyone to get hurt. I promise. I, I did not mean for that to happen. I don't know what happened, but I just wanted to get her. I just, I just wanted to get Winnie. Off the spot, I wanted her spot, but I didn't want to hurt anybody. 
And anybody can make an insight check if they would like to. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Taylor will do. 16 for Lizette. 16. 14. 14. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Ooh. Oh, no. Dirty 20. I said the name. Yes. I said the name. Perfect. <laughs> Uh, awesome. Uh, with that dirty 20 and anybody who rolls above a 15, uh, you very much get the sense that she is actually being honest, that she didn't want anyone to get hurt, but that she's not obviously not saying everything right now. Uh, with that dirty 20, I think as well, you get the sense that um, she probably knew that there was a chance that someone could get hurt, but she didn't actually excuse me, want anybody to. All right, fine. But if the glass was there, it would be more protection from Winnie. I'm not going to hold Winnie back if she tries anything. Lonlin might. <clears throat> She's a bit of a sweetheart. That's your best chance at uh, getting through this all unscathed. And Salem will uh, pull the cloak away. Okay. Uh, yeah, and sitting on Cricket's hand, there is a visible pixie who uh, looks over at the group and is kind of consciously avoiding looking at Winnie. And you see Winnie just uncrosses her leg, leans forward and says, So, Millie, what the actual F? Um, all right. So, and Millie is going to just kind of look around at everybody and you see her shoulders actually slump. And she says, I just wanted to get you, I, I just wanted to be the headliner and you wouldn't, you wouldn't let me. And she'll just kind of be silent for a moment and Winnie is just going to, lean forward, raise an eyebrow, and then look around at the party. So, were you trying, like, did you explain the situation to your pal over there, and they decided to do the hit for you on your behalf? Oh, it wasn't a hit. It was a, it was an attempted abduction. We just wanted, we just wanted to scare Winnie. We, I mean, and she'll turn back to Winnie and say, when, if you had just left when you received the letters and if you had just gone or not performed tonight, I would have, it would have been my night and we, none of this would have had to happen. I mean, it wouldn't have had to happen if you were just a decent person. <laughs> uh, and uh, Millie will kind of look to you, to you at that and then look around at everybody and say, please, please don't, don't hate me. I just, I did it. I did it for, for my career, but I didn't know any, I didn't want anybody to get hurt. I promise. I just, I wanted, I just wanted to be famous. I wanted to be the star. And she'll look towards you cricket and be like, come on, you understand that you, 
I saw you performing up there. You know what it's like to want to be somebody, but you you just you're always second fiddle. And I know I can see it in you. You could be a star too. And one day something like this is going to happen, and you're going to want to take matters into your own hands. That's not going to hold up in court. <laughs> Cricket's eyes actually water at that kind of statement. Uh, you know what? It's already happened. And I didn't do what you did. Ten people got hurt. Ten other innocent people. Hey, you know. All right, that's all right. I, but I didn't organize that. I just Maggie said no one would get hurt. All right, Maggie. Maggie. Uh, yeah, and um, Salem on the letters you saw, they'd all been signed with just an M. Um, so you get the sense that Maggie is probably Millie's lover. Maggie. All right. And where can we find this Maggie? No, please. No, it... Look, all right, I'll... I'll... You're already in enough trouble as it is, Millie. Don't make it more difficult for yourself or for us. I just... We're gonna meet up. We've got a we've got a boat at the docks, and we're gonna. And she looked over towards uh, Winnie. We were gonna. We were gonna put you on a boat to the to the Snake Islands. Um. But Maggie's. I mean, look. You don't want to mess with Maggie, all right? You you don't want to mess with her. Would I have any idea of who this Maggie might be based on the description of the place and the boat? <laughs> yeah, make a streetwise check for me. All right. That's uh, not Salem's cup of tea, but but uh, definitely Shardlow. Yeah. All right. That is going to be a 15. A 15. Uh, you're not positive, but it is, I mean, there's kind of only, there's a couple of people that might be like a Maggie in the crime scene, but the docs make you think of the Calcias. Um, but you don't actually know anybody in the Calcias that might go by the nickname Maggie. The only person that might be like Maggie is Marguerite Grubtongue uh, from the Grubtongue family. And um, you know that she is the second in command of the Grubtongues. And she's also the daughter of the current head of the Grubtongue family. You are looking like you have a a really good thought in your head, Chardlow, but what are we going to do with uh, Millie over here? Uh, we should be careful with this Maggie, but I think we should probably... Does anybody have more friendly terms with the police than myself? I do feel that this is something that has gone a bit above our heads, at least as far as dealing with Millie afterwards. I'll defer to the majority vote, of course. Could we just maybe drop Millie off at the uh, MacGuffins? You know, form of relations with the police. There is like a holding cell at MacGuffins. Oh wow, they have their own prison! Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Well, would Salem know if that's 
kosher. Uh, you would know it is not really kosher unless there's like, you know, a threat to someone's life. Um, you kind of hold someone in in kind of in preparation of them being given over to custody. Well, I mean, we could do it, but crickets going on your record is the one that suggested it. We could also just get a jar and poke some holes. Uh, yeah, that's a better idea. Let's do that. Uh... <laughs> it, it, we could put some food in there, maybe some some caterpillars. Uh, a fun branch or two. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Done. But she's not an insect. <laughs> yeah, I have. She's quite acting wing. like one. Oh, all right. You know what? All of y'all are just being real. You're being real mean. All right. Yeah, I, but we're not the ones who tried to commit murder. Attempted murder is also really mean. It is really though. Yeah. Well, um, you know, and she'll stick her tongue out at you. <laughs> uh, Lonlin, Winnie will um actually look up to you, and she'll kind of ask you to bend down. Uh, sure, I will lean over. She's going to say, Lonlin, you've been an absolute gem. I feel like there's something really strong between us. Um, I want you to punch this fairy as hard as you can. <laughs> She's going to just look at Winnie and say, I'm not going to punch her. No, I can't. No, I I don't know that. I've All I know is that you were there for me. You protected me. And this is the person from whom you were protecting me. So, I'm asking you, please, to go and punch her. As hard as you can. You don't have to kill her. I just don't want her to talk anymore. Uh, Alonlin's going to take the back of the chair and start, like, pulling her to the back of the room. Just be like, one moment. And just kind of <laughs> wheel Winnie into, like, one of the corners so they can kind of discuss. And, and she'll reiterate the fact that, look, I'm not... She's not harming you. She's no threat to anyone. I, I, I can't punch her. If you're my friend, you wouldn't ask me to. If you were my friend, you wouldn't put that ultimatum on this. This this poison, this succubus of talent tried to take my spot and tried to take my life. And I hired you to protect me. And I am asking you, please. Can the rest of us hear this? <laughs> Make a perception check. It's a pretty small room, so the DC is only 11. Uh, that's a 25. <laughs> I mean, clear as bells. Like, you can absolutely hear this. Yeah, I'd say Charlotte, at this, hearing this conversation, is going to, like, sort of, like, clear his throat. Uh, about that glass, perhaps we should go fetch one, just so we can have a secure container. I don't believe that uh, this pixie is entirely willing to stay in one place. On the other hand, we do want to make sure that she is uh, secure in case she needs to face trial i have a ink bottle Let, let's make sure to at least uh you know get rid of the ink before we put her in there yeah probably advisable uh but yeah you know what i think i'm willing to take the the hit for the team um worst case or sorry best case scenario it boosts my reputation because we did the right thing um but yeah let's just let's go let's bring him bring him back cricket yeah 
Can I pull you to the side for just a second? Oh, sure. Just having a quick sidebar. It's all good. Sidebar. Everyone go into a corner Everyone's and have a sidebar. Sidebars. <laughs> <laughs> Lizette's going to pull Shardlow aside and be like, can we just talk for a second? <laughs> <laughs> now that everybody's in their own sidebars. <clears throat> there are so many bars in this place. There are. Bars inside a bar. Anyway, what's up? Uh, are you sure that you want to put yourself in that position with uh, high command, as it were? I mean, what else would we do with her? We can't we just really let her go. We could just bring her with us. We could turn her over to the actual law enforcement. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, if that's... A, a, a... I mean, there is... They do exist. <laughs> you know what? That's... Maybe that's better. Uh, I, I honestly just thought it would be more efficient to, like, give it to uh, MacGuffins and then have the, them do the bureaucracy kind of yeah, thing. It would, but it would it would be very bad optics for MacGuffins. Oh. I mean, that's kidnapping, right? Well, like, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're, yeah. we're like bounty hunters, I guess, in that situation. But, but, but... But we're not, though, because she's not been charged with anything and there's no warrant for her arrest or True. anything. Yeah. See, if if we were chasing her, yes, absolutely, we could bring her back to MacGuffins. But I get the feeling that Ched would not be pleased if we brought her back and just stuffed her in holding. Um, Valid point. Then, then Ched would have to deal with it. And when Ched has to deal with things, then he makes me have to deal with things. And when I have to deal with things then I usually pass them on to you. Uh, so at the end of the day, um, you know. It really sucks being on the lowest part of the totem pole. Yeah, but we'll get you up there. I mean, technically, if the rest of them join, then you'll outrank them, right? I mean, uh... Yes. Well, Lizette's kind of a departmental transfer. I don't know what the situation is there. But uh, I feel like I'm still like a, an intern. I don't know my position yet. I'll be honest. Yeah. That's into- I actually honestly don't either. I was just kind of told that th- this job should be done properly. Uh, but look, look, I don't want to see you get run through the ringer. Ched has an uh, interesting way of dealing with problems that he doesn't like. And I don't want you to become one of those problems. So let's, uh, let's take the-, the pixie with us. I mean, that ink bottle might be a bit unsanitary, but it's better than... Uh, you know, worse options. And we can always turn her over to the enforcement later. Oh, right. Okay. Um, you know what? I'm just going to give her to you. I don't know what's going on in the sure. grand scheme of things. Uh, but I, mean, I, 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 I trust in you. Um, oh, I just, I look, I'm, I'm just looking out for you here. Yeah. I don't want to. No, that's fair. fair. I, 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 I appreciate that a lot. Not many people do look out for me. So I, I, I like the thing we got going on there. Uh, speaking of which, I got another thing going on that I'll need to talk about later uh, with Big Dave. But that's another, that's a sidebar for another sidebar. Uh, <laughs> oh, alright. Oh, oh, so, sidebar, sidebar. Uh, well, that's, a, that's, a, that's probably a corner bar, and this place is uh, it's a bit more round, so we'll have to wait till there's some good corners. Yeah, no, of course. Um, I'm, I'm good for that. Uh, I'll just look to the other, uh, other people. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, are you finished your sidebar? <laughs> yeah, Charlo, Emily, uh, Charlo, and Lizette, what does your sh- sidebar consist of? 
I feel like at this point, Shardlow is probably like snooping on this conversation, given like we're in a bedroom. <laughs> but he's not exactly like trying to be quiet. Oh, I was not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like he's gonna like perhaps just like you know quietly look interested and look relaxed, but at the same time he is probably like snooping as much as possible. Yeah, Lizette is also just like fully just listening to other conversations. Uh, when Salem says, "Oh, Lizette," like. I don't know where she's from. Lizette kind of goes, I'm a transfer from the archives. I also don't know why I'm here. <laughs> All right. Excellent. Excellent. Um, do you still have that ink bottle? Uh, she kind of like pulls it out. It's full of ink and she just kind of dumps it on the ground <laughs> and holds it out. <laughs> That's sanitary. <laughs> uh, and Millie just looks so like defeated um but uh millie's like all right just i'll come with you but i'm just gonna tell you right now and her voice gets kind of like deeper and more serious and she makes eye contact with each and every one of you when maggie finds out that you put me in a fucking ink jar you are all going to wish you had never been born. That's a threat. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but see, the, the flaw with your problem. Wow, that's, an, that, that's, <laughs> a, that's a way to phrase it. <laughs> oh, sorry, Cricket. All the ink fumes got to my head. Um, the flaw with your plan there, little Millie, is that somebody would have to tell Maggie for that to, to happen, right? And see, if we go and stop people from telling Maggie, then it's never going to happen. And then we'll never have to pay for anything, and you'll have to pay for your crimes, answer for the fact that you tried to murder somebody, accidentally hurt a bunch of innocents, and, you know, just all in all, lose your reputation, lose your career, and wind up behind bars singing to rats. And as you say that, Millie takes a moment and you see a smile come on her face and she reaches into her dress and she pulls out a stone, which you see is a speaking stone, like a sending stone. Uh-oh. And uh, it is currently no! active. Uh-oh. No. And with that, we're going to end tonight's session. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> I can't you search her. Tune in next time for another exciting adventure in the Dirty Twenties. Where did Jake run off to? Why did Huey Lewis have a ticket to a grub tongue establishment in his pocket? And how many stupid jokes like that will Marcus make? Tune in to find out. In the meantime, visit www. .dirty20spodcast.com All spelled out to be the real bee's knees. If you want to contact us, you can send us an email at dirty20spodcast at gmail.com We'd love to hear from you, and if you send us any fan art, we'll be sure to add it to the website. Remember to rate 
review, and subscribe on whichever podcasting app you use. My name is Marcus Stusik. My players are Craig Chapman, Richard Chapman, Toby McGowan, Emily White, and Aiden Whitmore-Weddle. Until next time, friends, stay safe, stay kind, and don't take any wooden nickels. Thank you.